What is up, people? And thank you so much for listening in to this episode of the New Generation Hero Talk Podcast. I'm your host, EJ Stewart. I'm happy to be back on the podcast this week. Of course, we had a, a week hiatus. I was away in Miami. I'll be talking about that in just a bit. But we're back. We have plenty of shows this week. Uh, not only Hero Talk, but Sports Talk and Imperial Broadcast. We'll also be back this week as regularly scheduled as always. So we took a little bit of a break to end the summer, but we're back to wrap things up. Joining me are my co-hosts, starting with Shamari Stewart. Shamari, we got a, a really great uh, slate of stuff to talk about today. What are you looking forward to talking about? Yes, we do. Um, uh, one of the things I'm looking forward to talking about today, uh, we got some interesting unverifieds. Uh, a couple, a couple yeah, of interesting. Just, why, are you, why are you giving Kendall? Kendall, you know Kendall's gonna shout out his unverified. Couple, now, of, couple now, of interesting now, unverified. Now, now, now you're giving another tease to unverified. So. Look, I'm just, I'm just saying we got some unverified. So, Jesus, so I'm very like, you ask the question, I'm giving an answer. Scoop. Yeah, like, like Kendall needs a bigger head, as if his head is not big enough. You had to just, yeah. just stroke the ego a little more. Well, look, I mean, Shamari look. knows me. I already, I already <laughs> tipped him on what I'm talking about. Yeah, you tipped him all right. Yeah, what twenties yeah. and tens. <laughs> yeah, tens might be imagine. Some, knowing Kendall, might have some Benjamins in there too. You know, he's he's him stocky. And, him and Bob you, know much, you, know much, you know how much Kendall. You know how he uh, he uh, saves his money and stuff. So so who knows? Um, so I'm sure the checks in the mail. Kendall is here as you guys hear as well. Um, what's up, man? What do you got to talk about today? Yeah, as Jamari mentioned, you know, I had some interesting stories, definitely for unverified, uh, and a lot of a lot of interesting stuff could potentially be coming f- from the MCU. Uh, not only the stuff that we cannot verify, uh, <laughs> because no, that's nobody that is very interesting regarding the MCU, but um, some stuff that is being very heavily teased by some more reputable sources. Uh, okay. So, I, <laughs> no disrespect, uh, as we will get to later in the show, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> Um, but regardless, there's definitely some interesting stuff. You know, D23 is coming up. Shamari mentioned before the show that it's coming up this week or next week. So, uh, I'm excited. This is going to be a very, very interesting week for Marvel coming up. You mentioned the D23 convention, which is, uh, uh, one of the biggest entertainment conventions, uh, we have in the world at this point. Um, I was at a big convention last week, which is why we didn't have a podcast. I was at the, uh... National Association of Black Journalists uh, convention in South Beach, in or South Florida rather, not South Beach, in yeah, South Florida. Like, you hanging out in South Beach? <laughs> uh, uh, I have neither confirmed nor deny any time I may have spent in South Beach during the <laughs> convention. But uh, yes, that convention was happening in South Florida, in Aventura, Florida, which is right outside of Miami. And the one thing I did want to quickly mention: one, I, you know, I, of course, I rep the brand and New Generation Media. A lot of people that I talked to were very excited and really intrigued by what we're doing and in fact we might have some interesting stuff to talk about on sports talk if you guys want to stay for that um you know that'll be coming out at some point this week but the one thing i did want to mention is one of the things that stood out to me which is why i'm happy that we do not just new generation hero talk but just all this stuff is if there was one vacuum that i saw in terms of the content that was being represented at this convention and this the amount of awesome excellent work being done by black journalists and black media folk across the country was so well represented but mm-hmm. there was one vacuum it was uh independent media particularly online youtube media and podcast media it was nobody basically it was kind of jarring like going and talking to so many people and bumping shoulders with so many people and not really seeing uh representation of us in that space 
Um, not when it came to pop culture, superhero entertainment, there was nothing. Uh, not when it came to even just film, period, there was nothing. In terms of like just film or TV entertainment type news, we weren't really represented. And um, the whole YouTube podcast thing, it still seems to be kind of lagging in that front. So I say that just to say, one, I'm, I'm proud of the work that we continue to do. Because while, yes, we there are a lot of black YouTubers and a lot of black um podcasters i do feel like that it's a space that's still being dominated predominantly by white people um and i'm happy that one that we're in that space trying to make uh make waves for ourselves but also to me it's 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 painted a clear picture that we are ahead of the game that there is definitely space to be had in this that that we're not just hopeless amongst a you know, a, 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 a empty or just a, a vast majority of, of just endless, you know, creators. Like, there are not many people doing this on a big level. So it, it speaks to uh, the, the, the potential we have and continue to do this. Yeah, no, I mean, they, um, it's definitely a, uh, an opportunity. Um, I definitely feel like, you know, you wonder, you know, do they really do a lot of YouTubers consider themselves journalists to yeah, the point where say, they want to go out there? I, don't, I, don't you know, I would yeah. like from a definition standpoint. Yeah, to me, you know, someone like Emergency Awesome is a journalist. Yeah, at this point, I don't know if he considers himself that. And shout right. out to him. Um, but I would consider him a journalist. Right. Mm. So like, I consider Andre a journalist. Right. Or Andre, Andre, Andre referring to Black Nerd Comedy. Yeah, Black Nerd Comedy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, sorry. People are going to be like, who knows? Who are your brother? <laughs> is, there a fifth, is there a fifth Stewart brother we have heard about? <laughs> Cousin Andre. <laughs> yeah, he's a journalist. Uh, uh, yes, yes. Black Nerd uh, uh, Andre. Um, Black Nerd uh, from YouTube. Yes, I consider him a journalist. But, like, the idea that I don't know if these people consider themselves journalists, I think, is, is a good point. Right. Well, whether they do or not, I don't know. Right. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think that's something to consider as well. Um, either way, I think it's good that you know we can we can uh, contribute in our own way, and we can yeah. kind of pave our own our own way. Yeah, uh, in this Try in this medium, and it's, trail. And it's supposed to me that black voices are are needed in this medium because they just they just aren't that many. Not many that are very prominent. I'm not saying that we're prominent. We're trying to get to that level, but it just uh, to me it. Uh, the convention was amazing. There were so many awesome people that I connected with, and people that I'm sure may be checking out this podcast now that I've talked to them. But I do feel like um, it's something that it's a flag that we should bear proudly as a as a black company doing uh, this kind of content. It's just not a lot of people doing this, so right. I thought that had to be said. <laughs> Being the first show since I did since I've come back from Miami and mm-hmm. having the experience, so. Um, that was what I had to say at the top, but let's get back to the regularly scheduled programming regarding New Generation Hero Talk. We do got a great show today. We'll be talking a lot of MCU stuff. Um, Kendall talked about it's unverified. We have season recaps because we haven't talked about these shows in a while. So we'll be talking about kind of how the show's wrapped up for uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Swamp Thing, which was a series, reca- uh, series finale because uh, that series is over. That was canceled. I don't know if he even announced it on the show if it was canceled. I don't remember, but that his show is canceled. In case you did not know, so yeah, right. we talked about it. yeah, I'm pretty sure we talked about it. Yeah, we it. talked about it. I so, already, already signed the change.org. <laughs> <laughs> so Shamari trying to make sure that it doesn't happen, but as of right now, it is canceled. Um, so this was a one and done. So we'll give you guys our thoughts on that.
But we will start the show, as Kendall said, and or yeah, Kendall mentioned there's a lot of MCU stuff. And he's right about that. We will begin with um, with apparently uh, another big announcement coming from Marvel regarding a new Disney Plus series that is around the corner. Uh, that news coming from Jeremy Conrad uh, from MCU Cosmic Shop. To him, we talk about him all the time. He is saying that uh, while he won't mention or speculate as to when this will happen, we do know that D23 is very soon, so it, it, will make, it could make sense that it could happen at that point, but he's not saying that, that, that he knows that that's going to happen. He says that it will happen soon, and that while he also won't speculate what the series is, he mentions it could be Miss Marvel, it could be Hulk. Um, those were the two that he seemed to prop up as possibilities but he also mentioned moon knight uh the the, the room long rumored group in uh and, and rocket show and a bunch of other you know properties that. power pack <laughs> and things like that the, the power pack doesn't seem big so i don't know why he would mention that but the two big ones he seemed to mention were miss marvel and hulk but he also <laughs> the other ones in there so i talked to you sham first um what what i'll say one what do you think is going to happen and two, what do you think? What would you want to see happen? So, in terms of what would you, what what would you, what do you want to see in terms of what show you would want to have come out that's realistic? But what do you think will actually be the the prediction or the the, the reveal? Yeah. yeah, once it happens. Mm. Um, so I'll start with what I want to see. Of the idea that I've been thrown out, I would love a Moon Knight, something Moon Knight related. I think that would be really cool. You know, I think that it could be. Um, Gordon oh. RDC rolled one. Moon Knight would love that as well. Shout outs to RDC World One. Also should have been at that conference. Definitely. <laughs> I definitely. Um but uh but yeah, so uh, I would love to see something Moon Knight related. I think that would be really awesome. I think it could be uh I think it could be kind of like their version of uh and the show hasn't come out yet, but I'll just compare it anyway. Kind of like their version of like a Batwoman. Something all mm. very, you know, dark, takes place at night, <laughs> <Wow>. obviously. <laughs> Or arrow, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> basically, same. <laughs> same person. But uh, but yeah, you know, I feel like it could be kind of like their their version of that. You know, kind of like, uh, um, uh, yeah, yeah, basically. So I think that would be cool uh, for Marvel to have. What I expect is something either. Uh, I mean, I'm guessing it could be probably you know something Ruffalo, maybe Hulk, you know, maybe. Uh, Rocket and Groot. They're gonna stick to, very safe. Very MCU. Very MCU safe. You know, something that they know people will gravitate towards. I would hope that they would do something more risk taking. Easy but, to market. Easy yeah, to easy brand. to market. People know that people know the face. People know the brand. Something easy to. Do. But I would hope that they would do something more, uh, more, more uh, edgy. More uh, try to take some risk. See now, what I will say about that is, I think. I think the stuff like Moon Knight and the stuff like the stuff that we had on Netflix would be if that were to happen. I think it'd be put on Hulu. Um, Jeff Loeb said something about there's gonna be more mature Marvel shows coming to Hulu. He didn't mention. He also kind of he also mentioned that Marvel his division would also be developing shows for Disney Plus, which was shocking to me. Yeah, yeah, I think hmm. yeah. So, so I'm like, is that stuff part of the MCU? <laughs> right. They definitely, did. they definitely didn't act right. like it would be when right. they did that reveal. They ain't say nothing. Like, oh, by the way, Jeff Lowe is doing some stuff for us too. They completely ignored that part of it. Exactly. Um, so, like someone like Moon Knight, I would imagine would end, end up at Hulu, which is why I kind of lean towards what Shamari's saying about 
you know, a Rocket and Groot or a Hulk type of thing, something that's very connected to the movies. Um, in terms of uh, in terms of what I want to see, I mean, that's tough because there's so much. Like, there, there. I mean, Marvel, I mean, I want to see Fantastic Four. You know, I want to see Fantastic Four. <laughs> I, I, as I said, it's only realistic. <laughs> but, yeah. That, was, that was the, the caveat I put out there. Right, you exactly. Please continue with that caveat and take it into So, yeah, if we're, if we're talking realistic, I mean... That's uh, tough because even then, Marvel's so vast. I mean, if we're going by the stuff that you were, that you mentioned, I mean, Rocket and Groot could be intriguing. Um, there isn't a Disney Plus series that's connected to Guardians. You know, it's one of their best uh, and one of their most popular brands at this point. Um, and Rocket and Groot are very popular characters. It seems like that would cost a, a ton, but yeah, they seem to be putting full a CGI ton. characters. So yeah, that, exactly. that would be a lot of money. But you know, it seems like they're putting a ton into the into the streaming service. So and Disney has plenty of money to blow. If they want to try something, they could throw two billion at a project if they really need it. But um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I definitely feel like D twenty three seems to be the 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 spot for this to be announced. Whatever this is, if this is a thing, um. I also think Hulk. How, how would that work with the with, with Universal? Can they do a Hulk series? If so, he would make the most sense. But I told Shamari when we were talking about this earlier in the week. I would rather see a Hulk series similar to what we have with Hawkeye, where it's him and maybe Amadeus Cho, and kind of do what they plan on doing with Hawkeye. But then I don't want to see two of those shows. So like I don't right. I don't want to see all the mentor and protege, you know. There were rumors at one point I believe that it was a Hulk She Hulk show that might happen. They always right? talked about a She Hulk She Hulk show. I mean she's been thrown out there a long uh, you know for, <laughs> for a while you know since the ABC days. Yeah. Um, Hulk has been thrown out obviously also since the ABC days. Yeah, and to be clear that that they were talking about back in like twenty eleven when they were talking about doing a Hulk TV show that was going to be on ABC. Yeah, exactly. So. It's been a, and Hulk obviously is a character with television history. Yes. You know yeah. that's why it's always been so appealing for them to say, as opposed to doing a movie. You can make the case that he might be the most, like he might have the most illustrious, t- right. like live action TV history of any superhero, like uh, Marvel or DC. I mean, I would say Adam West, Batman. Oh, Adam West. But oh, okay. outside of that. Okay. Obviously, yeah. Adam West. Get right. rid of him. If we're saying like he's like a, post, he's like yeah, that's like Jordan. If we're okay, talking about outside of the Jordan, yeah, next like person, Bill Russell, that's what I'm saying, like or Bill Russell, Bill Russell who like, so long ago. Like, yeah, forget about him. Yes, in the do. modern era, I would say, I would say, I agree. I'd say it's the whole, you know. Uh, although and then, and now maybe it's Arrow. Yeah, Arrow. Yeah. You know, Smallville's also big. Arrow, but, Smallville. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I would say Hulk makes a lot of sense. Uh, if they're going to introduce someone to be another Hulk in the future. Because we don't really know a lot about Ruffalo's Hulk. Yeah, and that's kind of why I, I, I'm going to actually say that for the character I would want to see, I, I would I would, I would, would not mind if they did Hulk. I would not mind it, to be honest. I would be interested in seeing that because he's the Avenger of all the Avengers um, besides Hawkeye that they've explored the least, I would say. Right, um, since his movie. Even in a way, getting a Black Widow movie, yeah, of course he had a movie that was a long time ago. Um, since the Avengers, like since candy. the Avengers, he's the mo- the character <laughs> they've explored the least. Um, we're getting a Black Widow movies. Any question you have about her will be pretty much answered uh, in a matter of a year. And I just think that with Hulk, 
they just yes the cgi questions are questions but i do think that like you said he has a pretty interesting like character dynamic in terms of who he like his little like his own little family of characters that i'd want to see I, I wouldn't mind seeing more of uh, thunderbolt ross i wouldn't mind seeing betty ross reappear I wouldn't mind seeing rick jones appear i wouldn't mind seeing uh uh she hulk or Amadeus show or both of them appear like he has some characters that i care about that should be in the mcu that had just just have been non-existent pretty much since the, the hulk movie came out that i would like to see you get reintroduced and that would be the best way to do it um Amadeus show we haven't seen at all in these movies except for easter eggs people think may may, may include him <laughs> the, the Mar- according to the marvel wiki wiki uh Amadeus show is an incredible hulk man He's eating pizza, you know, white dude with glasses. I'm a day's show, so I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, these are a lot of characters that have been just completely glossed over. So he has some characters that have a deep history in the Marvel Universe, have an important history in the Marvel Universe that I think would be great. I also, I'm known being safe, but I also think that Miss Marvel could be very uh, fun as well. I think that that show for television makes probably the most sense of all the shows that were mentioned except for maybe Moon Knight, which can be also done on television. The other shows, uh, now, obviously, it seems like Disney, you know, money is no object when it comes to these shows, but if we are thinking about being reasonable with budgets, um, her show seems to make the most sense, to be besides Moon Knight, mm-hmm. in regards to what you could bring to television. And it would also, you talk about Marvel wanting to bring things you haven't seen yet, we've not seen anything like Miss Marvel. We haven't seen a TV show led by a, a girl uh, who's of teenage age, who's Muslim American. That those that's something we have not seen. It'd be a good way and, to. Uh, and it, it was, sorry, what you gonna say? Well, yeah, I was. It'd be a good way to separate her character from Captain Marvel. Supposed to like making her. It a would sidekick, exactly. Right? That's, and that's the thing. That was the thing I worried about the most. Is I did yeah. not want. I did not want to see her in Captain Marvel. I, I said that on the show. I thought that it would have, it would have cheapened her character and made her. The little Marvel or the sidekick, which is not something that she deserves. She's right. bigger than that. She had she's an Avenger in in some in, in some iterations of the character. So I think that making her uh, on television and giving her own series, her own world to kind of explore in, and not be just so connected and linked to the Miss Captain Marvel franchise, which we now know is a juggernaut, that would be uh, great too. So I, I'm cool with those are the two. I'm I'm not clamoring. For anything else beyond that, that of course is within reason. I would love for them to say we're rebooting Luke Cage, we're rebooting, or we're rebooting Daredevil, or we're bring reviving back, those bring, shows. Bring back Punisher. Yeah, if they said that, then obviously I don't think that that's realistic based on the idea that we're gonna have to wait at least two to three years to right, see any yeah. of those shows. <laughs> so in right. terms of what's realistic, what they got you put into development, and the, that those, I, I, I would be cool if these it, are the two shows. To be honest, I could be looking too into, looking too deep into this, but. Is there a little wordplay where, where when he uses the word big? Is, is it a double meaning? Con, yeah, I mean Conrad. Conrad. He's a smart guy, and Conrad is very cheeky with everything he does. Right, <laughs> and I say that not dissing him. I say that with like that's like he that's part of his brand. Yes. So anything can still mean anything Marvel, he writes. Mean I'm taking as a double entendre. Right. So yes, I think there's an excellent chance that it could mean big. As in big, which would right. lean more towards Hulk, obviously. Hulk, Ant Man, 
you know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, it could be Ant Man, Giant Man thing. Like he, he, like yes, he is someone that likes to do that kind of thing. And then later on, he'll say, "I said this. I said it was going to be a big. I, I hope you guys would pick it up, and you guys didn't. Like he likes doing that right. thing. So yeah, it, it would not surprise me at all if that's what he was going for. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that that has to be what he's going for, but he's someone who likes to do that kind of thing. So yes, that could definitely be a factor here. I'm fully in favor of introducing some new characters through these shows, especially with now them being on Disney Plus. I feel like they they can actually show up in the movies now. Right. Um, That's a good point. Though I, I still feel weird about about that just in general because like now when they show up in the movies, you'll be like, oh, if you didn't watch the show. If you don't have the app, but then it's like at that's the same how they time, make money. No, yeah, but at the same time, we were we were clamoring to see Jessica Jones and yeah, Cage and the Agents of Shield, and like absolutely true. We, so like I, we, you know, at, while that yes, that that would be a, a factor that would they had to think about, and it's the reason why uh, uh, the the guys who wrote Endgame and Infinity War said that they didn't do that. They just said that it just how you would explain where the people came from to them just didn't think it they made they didn't right. think it made sense. I disagree, but. That's, that was their thinking. And it's, it's reasonable thinking because you're yeah. saying making that point today. Hopefully post-Endgame, now that they have the, the most uh, successful movie ever made, right. they can just be like, listen, you know, if you're not watching our shows, you're not watching our shows. You're missing. You're the one missing out, not us kind of thing. And I, I do think that you make a good point that I, I hope that Disney Plus is a proven ground to introduce characters because I think every show that they announce, none of them are new characters. New no. characters are being introduced but they're being headlined by characters that we've seen. Right. Every single one of them. So that is a good point that you make, Sham, that I do hope that at some point, which is why someone like Miss Marvel would be very exciting, that one of these shows is you introducing someone into the MCU. It's not someone we have that you're then saying, okay, well, now learn more about them, and then, yes, we'll, through that show, we'll bring you Kate Bishop or someone like that. The that's only... great, but like I want to see a character show that's based on a main character that you have not shown. The before. only thing I would say about that is I agree that I, I mean I would prefer that as well, but it doesn't seem like that's their strategy in terms of they've been they've been crafting these as miniseries so far. You know, like I mean we don't yeah. know if these will have season twos or not, but they're short. You oh know, yeah, limited I, I think, series. I, I don't think that. I think most of them won't. They probably won't. I expect they will. I agree. You know, so would I want them to do? Miss Marvel for five, six episodes, and then that be the end. I mean, I don't think that I don't think they would do that, but that's why I lean toward it. Probably wouldn't be someone like her, someone like Moon Knight. But I think with Miss Marvel, could end up on who? But I think was I think the difference with Miss Marvel that specifically, like I can I see why Moon Knight would be concerning, but with Miss Marvel, why I wouldn't feel that way is because this is a character that Kevin Feige has already said that he has big plans. For. Yeah, they have crossover so, potential. So for her, this wouldn't be the end of her story. Yes, you would. You would introduce her, and maybe they wouldn't have a season two Miss Marvel, but you could have her in Captain Marvel two at that point, where now she is more of a flushed out character, not just a sidekick. You could have her in a Young Avengers movie, or if you're doing a Champions type movie, like those kind of those kind of movies could still happen where she's a, a, a main character in them. Um, she just you just would have been finally you just would have a more flushed out version of that character making that debut on the base screen as opposed to you having to do an origin story. That's probably not really. Um, that's probably not really good for the character in terms of what they deserve. Like someone like Kamala Khan deserves uh, a, a really big, flushed out, great story. She doesn't deserve to be the side, the B story to a Captain Marvel story. Right. So, so that is something that that would be an advantage for them, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, I think having their own series, and like I said, having that ability to cross over with the movies, I mean, I feel like it, it works out perfectly for characters like Miss Marvel, you know, or, or really any of these other characters, even if it is a miniseries, mm-hmm. where they only get a few episodes. I mean, they can still show up in anything else. Yeah. Or you can just give them a movie. You know, who's to say you can't have that and then have a movie? Yeah. So I'm. That's why I say I really like this. I this these Disney Plus series and them introducing these characters like this. Staying with Disney, um, apparently they are very unimpressed with new uh, new mutants. That shock report comes from <laughs> Variety. Uh, they are concerned that the movie's box office potential is limited. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. That movie, of course, apparently still needs reshoots. So we seem like we're going. It seems like they're putting all of the uh, cookie crumbs out there for you to realize, hey, we're going to cancel this movie. <laughs> that's what I'm getting out of it. That's the impression I keep getting. Because it seems like every other month we hear something about how they're not happy with un- New Mutants. And this one, probably the biggest story uh, in terms of the biggest outlet catching on to their unhappiness with this movie. Staying with the whole Fox drama regarding Disney, um, also, they're apparently struggling uh, to figure out how to fit Deadpool into its PG-13 uh, MCU. Yeah, that's a um, surprise. According to, comp- according to the variety, the company is trying to find ways to uh, basically seamlessly weave this character into the Avengers-type crossover-type PG-13 movie where to custom the scene from M- the MCU while also then giving him these rated R-type adventures that we're also accustomed to seeing from him in particular. So... Yeah. So like like those are uh, so Disney they made this big acquisition with Fox. We knew it would come with complications. There was there these, these seem to be the two complications that are at the forefront right now. We yeah. know there's something with the Fantastic Four and X Men, but it sounds like whatever they're planning, it sounds like they're not. Yeah, there's not really a, a, a problem they're having. This sounds like they're having a problem that they don't know how to fix. Iger, Iger. Well, first of all, they, there was. I guess the 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 annual not the annual but the whatever you would call it, the the, hey, the Iger Con. Yeah, no, Iger. That's that's what they call it on a Four Center podcast, Iger Con. Yeah. Oh, when he did that, when he did that, when he did that announcement. Yeah, he has these uh, he's like he's like Disney board. Yeah, he's probably the he's Disney talking. board uh, the conference calls, conference calls, investor calls, call. yeah, yeah, yeah. investor calls. <laughs> so uh, Iger Con. They they there was <laughs> they had announced that they lost Fox lost them like 170 million this year already um all through the property dark phoenix and stupor stupor and all these fox movies that just were terrible so they just they, they they basically just acquired like liabilities yeah basically they acquired liability yeah. and so <laughs> Iger, you know speaking to the investors speaking to the media or whoever basically yeah. said look fox is uh underperforming you know they they are bleeding you know property right now but we think we can whip it back up <laughs> whip it back to shape and it's not a it's not a shock that the same week we're getting you know remember Iger had said initially that Deadpool was going to be rated R or that you know he they really didn't want to touch it you know yeah. they're going to let them do them we're not really yeah. going to they kind of Deadpool was kind of like their like flagpole like acquisition when that Disney, exactly. Marvel Disney Fox they was announced that is one of the people he it's like the only character he actually pointed out yeah. that would now be entering the MCU. Exactly. And so for them to now all of a sudden reverse course, be like, nope, PG-13, we're changing it up, blah, 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 blah. That, along with um, now we're hearing New Mutants, they were unimpressed with. 
uh, we were hearing that they 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 fired. Well, first of all, they slashed fifty million from Fox's marketing uh, budget. Oh, believe me, we saw. Yeah. <laughs> or we didn't see. Because <laughs> yes. you didn't see that movie in that promotion anywhere. They fired all of Dark Phoenix's marketing team and anybody that knew anything about the movie that worked. No <laughs> that worked. So That's if, not a surprise. If, 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 if Again, seemed, we all saw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If it seemed like, you know, you watched those trailers, you were like, I don't know what this movie's about. It's because the people that were marketing it didn't know what the movie was about either. <laughs> so there was a lot of issues with uh, Dark Phoenix. Um that there was a lot of some tension that was going on, uh, and we're seeing that kind of play over. And I think it's getting to the point now where it, we didn't know what how they would handle how Marvel and I, Iger and Disney would handle Fox. It seems like at this point, given the the losses that they've had, that they're just hitting a hard reset. And you know, what does that mean for Ryan Reynolds? I mean, they still I'm sure they could work something out with him personally and blah blah blah. But uh, you know. Doom with no Holly done, you know anything that 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 had the stench of the old Marvel. I Iger said, yeah, it's gonna take about a year. It was always gonna take about a year or two for us to, you know, really have an impact on the uh, on the properties and production. It, it, you know what it sounds like. EJ knows what I'm talking about. It sounds like a coach in college sports he gets hired. He's like, look, man, these aren't my players. I need <laughs> two or three years to recruit. Yeah, let me get my recruit. <laughs> let me get my recruit before, class before, I judge, before I judge our content. Two or three years, and look, we'll be good. But I'm playing with the old coaches guy. So yeah, that's what it sounds like with Bob Iger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I mean, it makes sense. You know, it it does. Well, I I would say firing all the all the marketing people doesn't make sense to me. (laughs) Yeah, no, it doesn't make sense to anyone. But (laughs) he's trying to save money. He's trying to lose 175 million. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But um, uh, but I mean, it makes sense that he would kind of approach it from that standpoint of. Listen, I'm I'm adopting a, a, a company with a lot of properties that aren't doing so well. The studio that we were competing against, that we were stomping into the ground, yep. that was not doing well. So I mean, he's gonna now he's gonna try to salvage it um, uh, and try to do what he can with it. Now, when it comes to what you were saying in regards to New Mutants, um, I uh, I'm hoping this doesn't turn into a Snyder cut. I don't know, want to see New Mutants. I hope that you movie, don't want to see new memes. I, I mean, look, if it comes I'll, out, look, I'll, I'll watch it. Look, release it, release it on the streaming service. Yeah, you man. Can release it. On the Drop streaming it on the service. streaming service. I want to see like, what it is. I mean, I hope that. that I thought Dark Phoenix was going to be, be a dumpster fire. Has this ever happened before? Like a movie that was like there was a trailer out. Like it was, it yeah, had Mac- a release date. Macy Williams is gonna be thirty years old by the time this movie comes. out. <laughs> right, she's gonna look nothing like, she knows, <laughs> nothing like she does as yep. Wolfbane in that kind of movie. I, I, yep. I told Shamari she's gonna be married with kids. And we're gonna be like, that's not the girl. I, yeah, I know. Movie. Yeah, I know. That's sad. That's sad. I told Shamari a, a couple months ago. Somebody tweeted like, uh, "This is uh, what the cast of." It was some guy. It was like, uh, uh, uh. They were like, "This is what the what the cast of New Mutants is gonna be like when they promote when they have to promote the movie." And they ask what it's about. <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, let me think. I yeah, like, that was like three, four years ago when we shot that. <laughs> I mean, like, do we worry though about the Disneyfication of these properties? Now that I agree, saying I got to get my hands in everything. So that brings me. That's, I'm glad you asked that because that brings me to uh, conspiracy theory, EJ here. Oh boy! Um, right. I already kind of laid it out initially that to me, he's putting out the tea leaves of yeah. I really don't want to see this movie. It's not that good. Let me just cancel this joint. To me, those are the tea leaves that they're dropping as a company. You talk about the the efforts to uh, basically, you know, 
uh, strangle the life out of the marketing campaign regarding the movie that they owned. Yes. To now we're hearing this stuff with Deadpool, and now well, what do we even do with him? And their their struggles with that. It happens in the corporate world, and it's not something that is completely abnormal. But though it's not something I've seen in a movies situation. Are we not sure or not? Are we going to rule out the idea that maybe he is sabotaging the Fox properties so that he could then build them into whatever he wants? Uh, because to me, every action he's done, I can't say just him. He owns the company, but it's just Disney as a whole and Marvel. It doesn't. It seems like every action they've done um, has only. It, it seems like it's devalued anything. It's devalued all of those properties and all those movies i mean what they did to dark phoenix gave it no chance now it was dead on arrival probably anyway but it had no chance with how they promoted it and how they went together with that uh rollout what they're doing the new mutants <laughs> it, it seems insane to even put that movie out variety, with what they've done to it at this a, point. an insider uh, a variety insider said that dark phoenix's sole premiere event in los angeles was conducted with the intention of controlling expenditures which ignored the filmmakers of dark phoenix exactly they were just like look we're not promoting this joint we're not anything that, that sound like that, so, that, that sound that does not sound like someone who wants to uh make something look good <laughs> it sounds like someone yeah, that's right. and and now sabotage now is stronger is is a, is a now a leap to go to but I think that there could be, I, in his mind, in Disney's mind, there could be, uh, there could be, you know, pros to sabotaging these movies. I, I've I've heard speculation that this this may have been the plan all along. Absolutely, that I think the that whole radar there's Deadpool a great chance that it is a plan all along. <laughs> was was all that was all talk, but the plan had always been to Disneyfy this stuff at some point. Yeah, I think that that's I think that's. It, it, in, in line with the conspiracy theory I'm laying out for you guys, I think that's exactly what is happening. If that's the case, I'm not sure, but all of the clues are there for that to, for that to be the case. And you know, it doesn't look. Dark Phoenix. I had no little interest in watching. I actually haven't still watched yet, and its theatrical run is over. So I guess I'm gonna have to wait till whenever I catch it on HBO. <laughs> no, shot that thing's over. People um, aren't seeing that. People aren't seeing that anymore. Yeah, it's, they should ended it after. It, we I do. think. And I think it's the yeah. lowest grossing X Men movie ever now, officially. But um, that's sad, man. Even more than the first one. It's the Dark Phoenix movie, which is just crazy. But anyway, like it's it's it, it, they just haven't operated in a in a way that is enthusiastic about the properties that they acquired. And look, it's hard to be enthusiastic with what they saw. I'm assuming, but. Remember it almost seems so. It almost seems so systematic that I, I have to think that it's more than just uh, these movies aren't that. Remember great. what we I talked think it's about? More of we can let's do something within our own image and let's just erase everything you think about what we saw from the past immediately. <laughs> Remember what we talked about when they changed the name of Dark Phoenix from X Men Dark Phoenix to Dark Phoenix? Yeah, we it's like, X Men out of the name. We were like, this was it was still Fox at the time. We were like, yo, is there any chance that Disney came from afar and said? Take X Men out of the name. It's possible. Or we we, we know theater. Kevin Feige was meeting with Fox th- right. during the production of that movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's a conspiracy theory. And the reason I don't think it's a conspiracy theory is because Iger owns he owns all of it. Yeah, or, yeah. or, or I mean, well, he's a CEO. He doesn't. He's not like you know. 
<laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't literally. He's a board. Yeah, exactly. he runs all. He runs all of it. Yeah. But he runs all of it. You know, like, <laughs> like he, he is. A, he is at Walt Disney himself. <laughs> but he runs all of it. You know, like, like. So I, I think he, if he wants to sabotage this property, he, if he and and whoever else, the other, he's in position to do it. <laughs> the other number, the other right. people crunching yeah. numbers, think it's the Alan best thing Horn. to do for the business. Then they're gonna do that. Yeah. There's anyone who could. <laughs> Who's in position to sabotage Disney? It's the person <laughs> running Disney, and, and I, I also think definitely the numbers that you know. I was talking about, you know, yeah, we lost 170 million, like tragic. Like, I definitely feel like they expected it. I like, I, I it's probably a bit of a blow. Anytime you lose 170 million dollars from anybody, it's a blow. But I, I also think these guys are smart enough to know that, like, they expected a loss. Maybe not that big of a loss, but I, I. It, it, I, it, they also could be playing up the idea that the old Fox isn't working. But now we can come in and change it up. You know, it's like, I mean, I don't want to, it, it sounds sinister. You know, it sounds like that villain that like, like, you know, Syndrome or somebody that like is going to blow something up and then rebuild it yeah. anew as like the savior. But, you know, that, that definitely does get the vibe um, of this situation. Or look, it could be completely up and up. Fox. I mean, Dark Fiends wasn't a good movie. You know, Iger had nothing to do with that movie being bad. You know, it wasn't terrible, but nothing to do with that movie underperforming. Yeah, I didn't think it was terrible. You know, but like, New Mutants doesn't seem to be a good movie. I don't think that's Iger's fault. I don't think he intentionally made it bad. But, and maybe this this just happened where now he's like, look, this isn't working. Look, Disney has put a lot of money behind bad movies before. Like, Disney yeah. knows how to make money. Yeah. Which is why... I bring this Some to you guys because it's like for Maleficent a, for a movie for 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 a company that prints money essentially to not to all of a sudden not know how to make money. I obviously a lot of it was out of their control, but then the avenues in which you would make money, you ignored? strangled. Yeah, not even ignored. You strangled. Yeah, they cut the marketing campaign for Dark Phoenix. Yeah, like that was how you. That's how you make money. Yeah. So a company that knows how to make money came in and fired everybody who could make the money for that movie. Yeah. That doesn't sound like a sabotage to anybody. Something ain't right. <laughs> what how they're going about this. Um What's the end result? The end result, I think, is I, I think that if if we're going through what uh, what is their goal with why they would do this, I think their goal would be it will allow us to more seamlessly uh, do whatever you want to do with these characters quicker. I think that if they went ahead and gave the Dark Phoenix cast the send-off that they earned, forget about how bad that movie was or how you felt about that movie, they earned a proper send-off and a proper marketing campaign. Mark, uh, uh, um, uh, McAvoy, Fassbender, those guys are legends when it comes to this media. They didn't deserve what they got. So... They so with in, in not doing that, I think that it allows them to say, okay, you kind of forgot them because you didn't. We didn't really promote it. A lot of people didn't see it. So now we can more quickly bring in a new X Men team and get our ball rolling quicker. If those guys would have had a and big we save money, <laughs> a big deal, it would have been a lot harder for them to then do the reboot. I guess the way they would have liked by just kind of just making them fade into the background. It allows you to kind of step into the foreshadow and do uh, as you please. Are we gonna get McAvoy and Fastbender? Or are they gonna <laughs> No, those guys are gone. 
They're no done. Way. They're done. This is why they, that's why they're doing all of this. Mm. It, it allows them to to move on from them. According to some people, we're getting our boy uh, John Carl Esposito is Magneto. We were talking about who we yeah. talking. Oh, we talked about Osborne last week. Or last two weeks ago, <laughs> yeah, we talked about. Now he can be anybody. Now, now they're on Magneto. That's now the, people are speculating Magneto. Said he, you know, he could be, you know, a survivor or some, you know. Somebody mentioned that. Was it, was I just he, can't was imagine it, that they'd be doing. I don't know about y'all. I don't think they'd be doing like casting calls for Magneto this early. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no. They're not. Okay, casting I'm, Magneto I want to make sure everybody agrees. With now, the thing about Magneto is that like he's I mean, such that, a big character. I mean, I feel like they, they might not need to put out a. a you know, a, a casting call for him. They just who you want. Like, who you do you want? Yeah, and I, I, want I, I don't think they are. Brian uh, Cranston. I that's the one you're signing this early though is my question. I don't think they're. I don't think you're signing it, but I guarantee you they have a list of names. I guarantee you they have a list. I can see that. I agree. They have a list of names for Magneto, Professor X. Yeah, they have a list of names for Magneto, Professor X, and Wolverine. I agree, but I do think that maybe I do think for those. I think those deals won't be sealed until we have a directive for whatever. X Men type movie we're getting, and we have a list of directors as well, probably. They definitely have a list of directors. That I'm 100 percent sure. Yeah, they have directors, producers, writers, people that they. I don't know how we, we got a, we got Blade before we got a director for Blade, and writers yeah, for Blade. Right. <laughs> but um, as far as yeah. we know, yeah. well, Dire- directors, I feel like they may have already spoken with people and said, yeah. "Listen, how do you feel about X Men?" Yeah, like like they probably already started having those conversations. Like, do you know X Men? Do you read X Men? Yeah. I just feel like the only thing I, I mean, you might be right, but the only thing I say is like, how does that, how has that not gotten out? How has like an agent or a manager or somebody been like, well, Marvel Blade, doing Blade didn't get out. Yeah, Blade didn't get out. I mean, that's true. But I, that I, was I know, weird. I know. It was Ali going to Marvel, and they wanted to keep it hush hush. I mean, is there anybody who could keep? I mean, right? There were extenuating circumstances. You had a guy who had already worked with Marvel, and uh, and Blade is not as big as he wanted X-Men. to do a particular character. Yeah. And it was kind of a thing where Marvel was working on it for a long time, but they didn't have anything concrete when he initially approached them. So it was that I agree there was a little bit of a difference with that. But again, that was something that was pretty shocking. It was, it was shocking. It was shocking that when even that Natalie Portman, someone who was part of Marvel, was coming back. That was something That's that true. we heard nothing about. That's true. So Marvel knows how to keep stuff under wraps. Right. And I'm but sure the, that I they guess give, the thing I would say about out, that they, is that they like, throw out some stories yeah. that are nonsense just so they throw people off from what they're doing. Cause yeah, we got stuff even in, in that um, in that panel that we didn't expect at yeah. uh, Comic Con castings things of that nature. So. Yeah, so it's it can go either way. I, I'm referring to Deadpool. I don't know. I, I I think they're making this a lot harder than it has to be. I don't think that there's much of an issue of using Deadpool in other properties and then having him be rated R. I, I say that because I, I read comics and they do it all the time. Right. So it's not that difficult. I don't know why they seem to think that this is going to be and so hard. And he's already been so popular as a rated R character that, like, I don't think it's confusing. It was confusing for the first one for some people. But, like, I don't think if you put him in Avengers. Also, I, I worry the last I see the him PG, in Avengers, first of all. The, the Christmas Deadpool movie didn't do good. <laughs> yeah, can we talk about that, though? Like... Does anyone want to see him in Avengers? I feel like there's something people be talking about. I'm the, I, I don't want to see him in Avengers. Me I'm a diehard Deadpool fan. Why would he fit in an Avengers movie? Like, <laughs> how would he fit? He would do be I a want him to be a main character? Like, if let's say they put Deadpool in Infinity War. 
Would that be a problem? I, if Infinity, there's a lot of heroes, that's an Infinity War. If we're saying level like event. the if we're saying <laughs> the old, level event, that's different. If we're saying the original Avengers movie, he's like part of the five or six. No, I don't want to see that. I don't. Wanna, I wouldn't want to see him in Age of Ultron. I don't want to. Right. Like to me, Avengers Endgame and Avengers Infinity War are not, almost not even Avenger movies. Those are like just almost like Marvel event movies. Yeah, MCU event. So like, Deadpool appears in those comic books. Right. And that, so that's, that's more that's how I mean. Fine. And. Of course he can be in those movies. And, like, yeah, right. you could write him where he's not, like, decapitating people. It's not that hard. Right. Like, but like, but like we're talking about saying, I want to put him in an Avengers movie. I'm like, why would I want to see him in an Avengers movie? I guess the thing no is, one wants to see that. Deadpool can be in any movie because he's such a ridiculous character. You could, you could That's kind of why I don't want to see him in an Avengers movie because, like, to me, he's, the Avengers movies have a certain tone to them. And he would throw everything completely off. And maybe that, maybe that is intriguing to them. Now what Maybe. I will say is I I don't want I, what I don't want to see too much of is Deadpool hijacking another movie, which is I don't know how he does how does he not he's Deadpool he's such like the, he, uh, the he's ideal such an alpha he just he's in the room and like you can't keep your eyes the, off the ideal usage for Deadpool would be if he's not a main character he's not his own movie is like the Wolverine versus X Men Wolverine versus Hulk movie where or Hulk versus Wolverine where like he's he's an incredible character in that movie. Extremely yeah. funny, but like the movie had none, it's not a Deadpool movie. Or clarify for or anyone that hasn't seen it, the animated movie. Yes, the yes. animated movie. Or <laughs> dare I, what movie is it? <laughs> movie Why wouldn't I miss that? Or dare I say, Wolverine Origins? Yeah, I, I, I would argue that that is also a, like the idea of putting him in that movie and how they introduced him was perfect. Yeah, solid. It just it all went downhill when once, they did the, yeah, once, yeah, they, once they did the once they did the time jump. <laughs> Everything went to hell, but like. That kind of insertion, 1,000% is okay. This idea we're going to put him in a mainstream movie with another with other big heroes just to cross him over and make him a character that is throughout the entire movie, I just, I, to me, like, they're just, they're, the Avenger movies have certain beats that don't make sense. Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Spider-Man, I don't see where he Black can't Panther is the one that those, he can't be in. I don't, I don't see where he fits in not. any of these movies. Or Captain Marvel. But uh, now to now I agree I agree with you right for, I one thousand percent agree with you. The only thing the only place I that I would say I see where these other people were coming from was because I feel like I feel like the honestly the prime example for their argument is Deadpool two. I really liked his chemistry with Cable, with Domino, even with Juggernaut, with the kid. There's so many other characters that I think share screen time. Cable almost just as much as Deadpool is in that movie. And they're like they're like a duo in that movie, and he and it works. Deadpool takes up a lot. Of, he takes up a lot of space, obviously, a lot of lines. But it, that chemistry worked for me. Is, I thought it worked for a lot of people. Is it a guarantee that Reynolds is coming back? Yes. Yeah, that's a guarantee. So really, I don't feel nearly as confident as I did I a month ago. I don't think they can. I don't think they can bring in another Deadpool and people accept yeah, they, them. They lose a lot of money. I think they can do it without real. They would, they they would lose a lot of money. I don't think so. They would. They would just. They would. They would. Then they just be like, "All right, we're just gonna lose a lot of money, and we'll try to rebrand." Yeah, that, yeah, you're, you're trying to yeah. rebrand Deadpool. I agree. Deadpool. I don't think there's any way that that, that, that uh, MCU Deadpool that is not Reynolds is as successful as Deadpool one or two. Yeah. I especially would, not. I, the, I, especially I would, not would, the first one. But that, and no that's way. saying a lot because remember. The Marvel brand. movies just the brand alone just nets you a certain number in the box office. Right. So the fact that we're saying that they can't, they wouldn't beat Fox, 
says that that's not a move that they should do. And I don't think that Marvel, oh, excuse me, Marvel or Disney is in the business of not making money except for when they're sabotaging their own, their own properties. And they wouldn't be sabotaging an MCU Deadpool. So I, I think that Ryan has to be Deadpool. The question I would have is, is there a chance that if they come to him and say, hey, you're Deadpool, but we want you to be PG-13, does he walk away from that? I, I think there's, I think that's, a more likely scenario than them saying we didn't, want to didn't Reynolds walk away from something recently, or has he threatened to walk away from something? I feel like he. I feel like I, heard, I read something about him threatening to walk away from something. Um, he's a Hollywood actor. It wouldn't surprise me. If he did. <laughs> I don't know which what story or what movie that was. Yeah, I don't know. but he, he but does. I feel like that's something he would, that he would do. Remember, like even though he doesn't get writing credit for Deadpool, like I mean, he's almost like a writer for Deadpool. I mean, he he's like yeah. he was he's hand in hand with the creation and the presentation yeah. of what we've seen from the, the movie version of Deadpool. He's he's as intact with yeah, the character as any yeah. of these other superheroes. Um, yeah, I, I would agree. Yes, he's basically a producer in these movies. So the idea that they would come in and say, hey, your vision that you have, we're going to just do whatever we want, but we want you to just remain the character. He takes pride in what he's done with Deadpool. He says that he basically campaigned for a decade to get the movie greenlit. After the debacle with Wolverine and all the issues he had personally in terms of his um, value on in, in 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 Hollywood, just declining, just falling off a cliff. Yeah, like he put a lot of emotional and creative capital in that property. I don't think that he's gonna just let anybody just say, "Hey, you can keep the mask and keep the katanas, but we're changing everything about what you did." I don't know if someone who put so much time and effort into that is gonna be as receptive as we think. So that's the only way I see him not being Deadpool is that him saying, sorry, I'm not going to do that. You guys have your own PG Deadpool and pick someone else, but I'm not going to be that guy. I mean, I feel like he, I feel like, well, I mean, he played the rated R Deadpool. I was going to say he has been a PG-13 Deadpool in that, that re, re, re-release yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the Christmas one, that didn't do well. People didn't like it. It didn't do well. They were like, <laughs> why do we have this? The worst version of the second movie, which worries me about a PG-13 Deadpool. Because people, we we've seen it. I haven't seen it, but the the masses the masses have seen it, and it, it is unanimously almost I, unanimously I think the worst the, version. And I think the difference is I don't think that you can make I think that you can make a a fine, fun, very solid PG thirteen Deadpool. I think the issue with doing it now is that we've seen a rated R Deadpool. Right. I think that yeah. that. Uh, if we never had a radar Deadpool and we were only given a PG-13 Deadpool, I think they could have made a great PG-13 Deadpool. And, and that was been like, oh, yeah. this is a really great movie. I loved it. I told and you yeah, that. I wish it was rated R, but it was enough violence. It was enough. And that wasn't know, the conversation at the time. But now that we've seen them go full tilt on what Deadpool really is, and we've seen them just with blood, gore, cursing, adult themes, they've gone all the way there with what Deadpool truly is. Now to say, okay, we're going to rein it back. Once people have been given it all, you can't take it back from them. It's not they're not going to be receptive to it. And I'm sorry, we're in 2019. I don't even know if the year even matters. But the idea you don't think kids are watching Deadpool? I think you you're out of your mind. Kids are watching this stuff. See, I don't know if it's about the. I don't kids know if they're stuff, going to the movie theaters, but, but they're watching Deadpool. But you don't do the numbers the he did, Disney brand, and and, 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 you're, and kids aren't watching it. But but the Disney brand hasn't been. What Deadpool is, 
And if Deadpool, fair. if they're gonna make Deadpool, if they're gonna have a Deadpool ride at Disneyland, if they're gonna have a Deadpool. Why would you do that though? Cartoon on on they're gonna, Disney. They're XD. gonna be a, they're gonna have Mickey Mouse right on the front of because, the on the front of the Deadpool toy box. Exactly, you know, like on the shelves. Deadpool because shoots Deadpool, guns and has katanas. I just don't understand this. But, no, like, how, why would you make? A Disney ride well, with Deadpool, like <laughs> Disney, has, you Disney said. has this. Re- re- to me, they have this ridiculous it's, vision of him. It's because that doesn't what, make any sense. It's because of what you said, though. Deadpool is a is, is a piggy bank in, de- in, in yes. their eyes. Yeah, and so for them, if they can find an avenue to make Deadpool PG thirteen and make him equal, equally profitable, and make him have that same, because if you make him rated R, now you're cutting out. Now you're cutting his potential and your other ventures, which. You know how Disney likes to use, you know, characters and their their flagship labels and their other ventures. And look, and, and but, another thing, yeah. we're gonna, we're gonna see Deadpool. Um, first of all, I feel like these marketing people they see Deadpool and they see Spider Man. So that's that's one thing that I think uh, they see when they see Deadpool. Now they're like, oh, this guy looks like Spider Man. His eyes kind of move like Spider Man. You know, yo, yeah. quick with it like Spider Man. They think they see Spider Man. They were gonna see Deadpool show up in these cartoons. They're gonna try to put him in these animated shows. Same. They're gonna try to kid him up. They're gonna, they're gonna try to make him more palatable to all all think, ages. Look, and and I hate to bring we you know we do this show and you know unfortunately the real world well fortunately the real world issues we deal with today don't really seep in very much because this is you a hero talk superheroes is all fun but I'm gonna keep it very 100 right now. We have a serious issue in this country with guns and people shooting people. I just don't know how Disney expects to make a character whose main weapon of choice are guns and assault weapons and think that you're going to find any way to make him kid-friendly. I just think, I, I like, and and if you're not doing, and then his second favorite choice weapon are two katanas that he wields from his back. Like, I don't, like, sometimes things are just what they are. But and it, the idea that you're going to be able to find a way to, 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 to make it more kid-friendly in this day and age, I just think that you're going to be... It's it's going to look crazy. I mean, look, and nobody, they're going to catch heat for it. Nobody, be like, nobody, you got kids getting murdered in malls and schools, and now you're trying to tell me no, this guy who shoots people in the face is good for kids? I mean, nobody is saying that Deadpool is going to be... Is going to have a show on Disney Junior. Nobody is <laughs> saying he's going to be... You know, in the play in the preschools, you know, as a dress up character. Hey, Deadpool. But Kendall, they're already no, well, we, saying that. Already, he already is. Already a factor. He already is in the Halloween costume. But they already and there already are factions of people that are already coming for our video games. Those games, <laughs> those games are not rated M, rated rated E for everyone that they're talking about. Right. right, right. So, so the idea just because he's not going to be but super. It promoted to, to young kids doesn't mean that they're not going to come after him. But, but but I don't think that that's true either. I guess my thing is that like I like I'm not saying like like it's a it, it could be a PG thirteen movie, and you, if you like Wolverine in theory shouldn't be a kid friendly character. He really isn't even in X Men movies. But they they can they can massage it in a way in which. We can still have a Wolverine video game, you know. We can still have Wolverine, an X Men cartoon, or Wolverine cartoon. But then we also have a rated R or a rated M video game, where we also have, you know, a rated R Wolverine movie. And then we'll make it PG thirteen. But you know, he does curse, and you know, he does do things like they can massage it in a way in which he's still the character, but kids can still, parents can still take kids to see it. 
and they can still put Wolverine on the on the Disney ride. They can put, still put Wolverine, you know, in the toy box, and still put him on the video game cover. But then he still is cursing and doing stuff in the movies. I don't know. That's where that's what I think they're seeing him as as that Wolverine type character. Whether or not it works, it didn't work when they tried it on the with the Christmas special. No. So I I have my doubts, but that's what I think Bob Iger is thinking. Right. It would be fascinating to see how how it comes out either way. Um, Deadpool will be factored into whatever Marvel's plans are with the Fox properties, but um, I do think that I don't think that this is just a complete slam dunk. I do think that if they don't go about it the right way, they can find themselves catching flack or not being nearly as successful as they thought they would have when they acquired him. Um, moving on to another uh, Disney Fox type story. Um, this coming from We Got Discovered. So take that as you will. When I yeah. mentioned this story to Kendall, he just started bursting out laughing. Yeah, I was like, oh, are we talking about this one on Unverified? No, this is a big enough scoop that I think it deserved to be an actual story in itself. If it is indeed a scoop, which I will ask you guys <laughs> if you guys believe it. So, on to the story. Um, apparently, according to them, an Avengers versus X-Men movie is, quote, on the cards, which is also a, not the right <laughs> euphemism. It usually in the cards or on the table, not on the cards. But regardless, I'm taking what they quoted. I'm not going to, you know, misquote them or whatever. So, they say that the movie is, quote, on the cards. Uh, the film will reportedly take place in Phase 6, which would give Marvel enough time to introduce the X-Men and establish a new Avengers team that would include Black Panther, Spider-Man, Jane Foster's Thor, Blade, Scarlet Witch, and whoever else they may uh, introduce after that. The movie would reportedly be inspired by the House of M comic, where Wanda Maximoff, Scarlet Witch, suffers a psychotic break following the death of Vision and creates an alternate reality where mutants are uh, actually um, a, a higher class of people on Earth, and, um, and her kids are back, and Vision is not dead. It's a pretty crazy uh, book. It's a book I actually had not read. Actually, I was telling you guys before the uh, before the show that I really need to buy it because I've read so much about it, and I read uh, pretty much all the books following it, which ended with Wanda er- erasing ninety five percent of the mutants that were in existence. But um, spoiler, <laughs> but uh, but uh, but for you guys, uh, based on this, I'll toss it to you, Kendall, since you had a lot to say in initially. Do you believe that this is the plan that Marvel has in place as of today? <laughs> I mean, at, look, as the unverified, uh, you know, co, you know, co-creator, uh, I, I, look, I mean, look, we got this covered in a very, very, very shaky source. I'm not going to lie. Now, look, I give you guys their, their scoops every week, you know, but this does sound like straight from their playbook, man. It's a very, very, you know, loose. I mean, it's very, very basic from what we know. It's something somebody can put together. Something very down the line. I mean, phase six. <laughs> I mean, this guy we're knows phase, what's happening. We're phase four right we're, now, right? <laughs> we haven't even gotten to phase four. And we got something about phase six? I mean, what's that, 15 years from now? <laughs> so, look, I, I'm, I'm shaky on this. <laughs> Talking House of M <laughs> in, in 10 years. I mean, look. If somebody knows this, how this got out, I don't know. But I mean, he had a he had a he had an Avengers roster that look by phase can, six. Can, I can't can, imagine. Can, you just gonna be you just gonna be almost forty years old. Damn. And, and we're gonna have uh, look. We're gonna have that A, a versus X. Yeah. Uh, we got discovered. Had the scoop. They got, yeah, we're gonna we'll talk about it. But it's just it's it, a phase six or later. 
or later. It's like, this is like, d- d- Kevin Feige even know what's happening? <laughs> Does he know if there's a phase six? <laughs> he doesn't know. He's like, Bob Iger hasn't told me if I'm getting more movies. You know, I don't know if I want to call it Phase Six or if we're just gonna reboot. Does, does the he want still to work at Marvel? At phase Six? Yeah, exactly. Like, he might. Look, that's ten years. I might be Lucasfilm by then. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, I'm calling absolute nonsense on this story. Do I now? If we're talking, should we get an A versus X movie? That's a different discussion that we can have later. But Shamari, what do you think? Dang. So Kendall, Kendall just went on it on two uh, percent. Two percent. Two percent. Two percent. That's an interesting choice. Two so percent that Avers Dex is happening. Well, two percent that the details in the story are like mostly accurate. And I leave it two percent because they could get lucky and it could happen, but they don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> the reporting is, is is very likely factual or fictional, I should say. Whether or not this happens or not, everything's possible. All right. I mean, I get. I'll. I mean. I'll I'll go up to like I mean I get ten percent I mean it's possible, you know I mean I it seems very unlikely. I mean, you know, Blade, it's, Black Panther, Spider Man, I mean Shang Chi also. Shang always say Shang Chi. By Phase Six, we're gonna have other characters like Phase Six. He's talking if he said this happened in Phase Five. Yeah, phase Six Wolverine's gonna be an event. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm That's what I'm saying. Watching, Wolverine's gonna be an event. I don't know if Spider Man's gonna be an adventure by Phase yeah, Six. That, yeah, like, there's, there's a lot fishy. of things there's, that there's, just seems fishy. If he said yeah, this happened in five years, I'd be like, I mean the way I mean it seems quick, but. I mean, the way he's mapping it out makes sense. Yeah, I don't think they're I don't think they're playing for Phase Six right now. I think that's that's ridiculous. Um, I mean, I don't. I, I, you could debate whether they're planning for Phase Five right now. I mean, honestly, <laughs> like they're planning for this phase, what they what they want to do. They're probably still planning for like the move, the individual story, the stories that are going to be told in this phase is what they're planning for. So. Um, so, so yeah, I we're do, gonna have these six Avengers in this phase. You know, like, movie. <laughs> what? like, they're, like they're not saying that. How, yeah, who's gonna die? Who's gonna live? Like, how, how do you know all like, people are gonna survive by this point? They have not. They have not planned that far ahead. There's no way. There's no way I give that a very very low percentage. Like I said, ten percent. Uh, that this is. I only give that ten percent because I mean I don't know. Feige maybe. Maybe he's like just way far ahead. We just don't know. <laughs> he planned all of these stories ahead of time, but I highly doubt it. Um, I hate to break the news to the audience, but this is a, gonna be a sweep here. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go zero percent. This is true. Oh wow, zero percent. Zero percent. This is absolutely not. Here's true. here's why this is zero percent. This is true. Um, one, I think the time, like the the timeline they've laid out, doesn't really make sense as we pointed out. The main one referring to I want to zero one on actually the House of M concept. So we already have seen Wanda kind of have the beginning of the grief that House of M presented uh, already. We you know Vision was killed by Thanos, and we saw how she was when she saw Thanos, and I think how they've kind of. The little we've heard about WandaVision, it seems to suggest that that movie will, will go into kind of her mind state and, and what how she copes with that loss since it happened. And we know the multiverse movie with, with Doctor Strange, we've been hearing likely kind of centered around, the, around similar, um, similar themes. 
So the idea that somehow Wanda would still be kind of in that situation by the time we got to phase six, phase six I'm like, <laughs> you told me phase five, I could say, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe this is the, the maybe culmination. this is, is now the culmination. She's completely gone off the deep end and she's created her own universe. By phase six, I just feel like so much. Like, are we even talking about Vision anymore? Like, <laughs> is he even like? Do we care about him at that point? Um, Vision also Yo, in the comics he gets six. resurrected a million times. Yeah, like, he'll point, probably be alive by then. He's probably alive. Like, does he get killed again? Like, how like, how would that work? So that is uh, probably a two X. To be honest, the, the main reason why I, I just don't see how this makes any sense. I can't see how like how? House of M from an event that happened in Endgame would somehow be 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 reference to uh, the biggest story happening in phase six uh, the end of phase three would be the biggest they, like how do you like that just that just doesn't terrible story doesn't add up that, that's yeah that's bad storytelling <laughs> i mean movies and stories have you told you're going back to something that happened 10 years before probably so <laughs> I, I, I don't buy that um i also don't buy the idea i guess don't I guess I can see how the event, how you could set this movie up to be Avengers versus X Men still, but like House of M really wasn't about like mutants fighting X Men, mutants fighting Avengers. It was kind of like the world is not the way it's supposed to be, and we need to kind of like change it back. It's kind of like Endgame in a way. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't know where the Avengers X Men thing comes in. You know, is it a thing where you know one people, some people think they got to kill? Scarlet Witch and other people don't think they they shouldn't like actually maybe that being uh, an avenue, but otherwise I'm not sure how this works. Will the better question I think is will we see A versus X at all, and when, how soon could we see it? I've been in the camp. I'm remaining in the camp of I do I don't know. I, I will say, as of today, I'll lean yes. I don't lean yes because I I don't think it's a great idea. And that's why I kind of hedge because I feel like if they see the way I see it, I think that they would see that they should not do this. I don't think that it. it I don't think that it, it would make sense. I don't think that it works because they've already done the heroes fighting heroes thing with Civil War, and I think it's gonna be hard for them to dis- to discern the difference between Civil War and whatever AVX. Looks see, like. I, I I think for I think especially for the the casual audience. Now for you and I. Yes, we probably can discern a difference. But even the comic books had the same concern. And the people, comic fans, and that was one of the pitfalls of it. It's like, okay, we've seen Civil War. We've seen these other events. Like, how many events are we going to have where the heroes are fighting each other again? Like, there at what are, point does it become kind of ridiculous? There, there are two two things I'll say is, look, they can change the, this movie, one, by not making it a fake out. Well, all these all these superhero fighting stories tend to be fake. They're always fake outs. You know, they can not make it a fake out if they really want to. You know, like, you know, kind of plant their flag a little bit. But beyond that, the way they're gonna different the way they're gonna differentiate differentiate this movie from like a marketing perspective is these are characters that aren't friendly. You know, like these aren't like the Avengers and the X Men. You know, like. Like the like Civil War was like Captain America. These guys were teammates that now hate yeah, each other. Like this family, is like this is like family members fighting. Two yeah. two outsiders that like kind of know about each other, but are don't really have a relationship that like are like you know what screw you guys. Like I've been watching you guys from the from the outside, and I don't like the way you guys have been moving. And that 
if the X Men, if you can build the X Men big enough to the point where they have the same brand as the Avengers, which I don't think is that hard to do, by phase six in theory, <laughs> you but know. But even by doing that, the one and the one issue that 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 the comic had was you then had to create a villain, and now you're making someone who's supposed to be a beloved character or a hero a villain. The AVX made Cyclops a villain. He was a flat out villain, and I've already spoiled it. Awesome, I won't spoil. Um, AVX, but especially considering this is more likely to, to probably be something similar to the story. But they made Cyclops a villain, and it turned off a lot of people. And that's the the, the dilemma you have if you're not going to do some kind of fake out where it's the villain who's behind the who's you know pulling the puppet strings of the hero to make them fight each other. If you're not going to do that, and you're going to make a real philosophical slugfest. Which I agree with Kendall. That would that would be discerning a little bit. Um, now. Now you're you, yeah you're potentially painting a character as a heel. And it's gonna be hard to turn them back once you do it. Now, EJ, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree and say that I am certain that this is happening. And it, it, I AVX like is definitely happening. AVX is happening. I think they should do it. Um, I, uh, I mean, now I am not. I have not read the comic. I am not. So I am not a comic book purist in in that sense that I want to see the comic story told. Uh, but I very much want to see that fight. I absolutely want to see that fight. I want to see it. Man. It's easy money for me. I think it's easy money. Like, I feel, and I feel like I feel like it will be the same for um, uh, for Iger, for the Disney heads. I feel like even even if Feige tells Iger, listen, story wise, I don't think this makes sense. I'm going to be like, yeah, well, do it. Find a way to make it make sense because <laughs> I want to see that movie. My kids want to see that movie. Everyone I know wants to see that movie. So make the movie, and then he's going to make the movie. And we're gonna see whatever they have, to, whatever they make it. But I think they're, I think they're absolutely. I don't think they're gonna turn down that check. You I think they're what? absolutely gonna make that movie. It, it reminds me of. And I think I'll have this feeling after we see an X Men movie for the first time. But it reminds me of. After I saw Avengers, first thing I said was, "Yo, if they could do Civil War, this thing would be crazy." Yeah. And yeah. then it came out, and it yep. was crazy. Like I imagine, once an, an X Men movie comes out, I'm gonna be, "Yo, if they can do the Avengers versus the X Men." Like that would be. But I think the only, <laughs> the only difference though is that Civil War is um, a classic comic book. Yeah, it's a classic it's, story. It's, like, it's, and in this generation, you can make the case it is the comic book. Um, it would the last fifteen years, ten years, whatever. Yeah, I guess fifteen years probably. You could say that it is. The, say, what's the biggest comic book from this like, era? Yeah, you you probably say Civil War. Like AVX is so forgettable. It just doesn't get talked about. Nobody cared about it. It was underwhelming. Like, yeah, I mean, I just, I, yes, people are running to it. But I, I, to be honest, I keep asking why. <laughs> what, what about this story? There are people running towards a lot of the stuff that happened in that. I wasn't that happy with. It's not necessarily even about the with. the original source material because Civil War didn't really take most of the source material. It's the more the concept. You know, Civil War right. was an incredible concept of like the the heroes that align with the government versus the heroes that don't. Yeah. You know, like this is also an incredible concept. The X Men—it's very simple, but the X Men are fighting. It's really simple. You I feel know, like this the mutants concept versus the non-mutants. Maybe you have some crossover. Maybe you have some mutants yeah, that I feel are like with this, the Avengers. Yeah, I feel like this concept is like especially simple. Where it's just I want to see Captain America fight Wolverine and so make it happen. At that point, then whatever be, you got to do to make it happen, then it just becomes fight. You don't really have to take anything from the comic if you don't want to. 
just make sure that the Avengers are fighting the X-Men. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can take from the comic, they, we have some source material if you want to take some things, but that's kind of what they did with Civil War. Like, <laughs> I might have probably told him, I want to see Iron Man versus Tony Stark. <laughs> or Iron Man versus Iron. Captain America. <laughs> and, right. you know, he took bits and pieces of the comic. I know, I just feel like at the end of the day, it just, it just becomes too much of the same. It's too much. Yeah, I see your concern. Heroes mm. fighting heroes, and how do you make anyone look? Now you gotta make one of them look like the bad guy, or you gotta have someone pulling the puppet strings, and it's just a trope that I just. But what's their next just, mega event that they haven't done, or that like makes sense? Um, I mean, like I mean, Secret Invasion. Something we've talked about, like, but they've kind of Secret Invasion is the is the one that that kind of makes with sense. It a little but they, bit. They, they they seem to be resisting doing that. Yes. Um, they seem to be hinting towards it, but it's, it all seems to be fake outs. Um, boy, Spider Man would have ended so much differently if that fake out at the end, where uh, that the scrolls were evil. Yeah, <laughs> where that this was absolutely part of some kind of end game. Like that, I mean, that would then I mean, then I would have completely agreed that that would have been the the, the, the craziest that. ending to yeah. the, to a movie ever. Oh yeah, Spider Man yeah. to a comic <laughs> movie ever to the post credit scene. Yeah, I would have been like, yeah. But after yeah. that, I don't know. I mean, and that's the thing, too, is that, like, one thing that we can't predict is that they can also do something completely new. Something we haven't seen in a comic yet. Something that, that, that we can't point to and say, oh, well, this story they could they could adapt. Like, they might do something that maybe is inspired by something, but they loosely, but it could be something we've not seen at all. Yeah. And that would be cool, because then that becomes more unpredictable. It could be, happens. like, Dark Phoenix <laughs> mixed with the Avengers, you know, or something. like, I don't know. That's not to spoil any like that's AVX. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Phoenix Force, Robbing Avengers, X Men. That's kind of how the the conflict arose. So, um, but we got one more story before we move over. We move on to Unverified real quickly, guys. Uh, Krypton is done. Uh, Krypton is being is being canceled by Sci Fi after two seasons. Um, along with Krypton, the the Lobo show that was in development has now also been canned. So. There is some speculation it could be coming back. Or yeah. Krypton was uh, Sci-Fi's most watched season ever, season one. Uh, <coughs> the ratings for season two fell off drastically. Um, it was still rates high for Sci-Fi, but the, that's a bar. <laughs> but uh, that was a real rhyme there. But but um but the issue being that because this is a show that um is is produced from the outside, it's not something that Sci-Fi is producing. And it's a show that requires high budget and high royalty fees, or you know, licensing fees rather. Um, not worth. If it. they're not getting the pure view views that they were getting from season one, it's just not worth it. And this is a show that gets streamed a lot. I almost never watch it live on sci I don't know if I ever have watched it live on sci Right. So, but that's that makes because sense. the people. Not to say there isn't a crossover, but like a lot of people that are gonna be definitely watching this aren't necessarily people that just watch sci-fi. I think there's a better chance you get people that just watch sci-fi that maybe aren't the, the the crazy superhero person that's like, oh, I'll watch Krypton. It's Superman-related. I like sci-fi. I don't know if you're going to get the person that just likes DC. You're going to get those people, but I don't think you're going to get as many of them that's going to be like, I'm going to watch this live when it comes out. Because those people could just be like us and just be like, oh, we'll watch it when it's online. I think you underestimate sci-fi's audience. I think that there are a lot of, like, Sweaties that are watching sci-fi regularly. I just don't think there are enough of them. Yeah, 
which maybe I guess we're kind of saying the same thing, but yeah. I think I, I do think that yes, there is a lot of sci-fi audience that like they watch all these shows and like, oh wow, Superman show, I'm gonna watch that too. I do think that that's a lot of them. I just don't think that like sci-fi's audience just isn't that big. Yeah, like it's big. It's they have their own network. They do well, but like to carry a Superman show that you're not producing in house, that you're giving out oh, tons of money for licensing for. No, you're not gonna get the views. Also, the the, the ratings that you're gonna. I, want. I think the oversaturation of these comic book television series is gonna kill all of their live ratings because. Yeah. Why would I ever? I mean, too. we we do this stuff. We watch as much as many of them as we possibly can, and I haven't watched any of them live. I don't yeah. remember the last time I watched a superhero show live. Well, what's, what's this is a waste of my time. You make <laughs> you bring up a good point because the issue becomes if you try if you decide to watch these live. Especially during the fall and spring seasons, you're watching superheroes every night. Yep, that's that's your life. You know, you're now decided that <laughs> I'm gonna watch superhero shows every yeah, night, and I don't want to do that. I love superhero shows. Yeah. I love superheroes, but I also love wrestling, and I also love sports. I love basketball. I love football. I want to watch Monday Night Football. When I watch NBA on TNT on Thursday, I want to watch college football on Thursday. Like, there's a lot of other things people like to do. I want to just have dinner with my girlfriend every now and then. Like. Sometimes my girlfriend wants me to have dinner with her. Sometimes it might not be even up to me. Sometimes, like, like, that's the issue. You're right. Like, like that. That there is no saturation that's gonna become. That's getting to a point where I do worry about ratings for all these shows because, as you said, like who who has time to watch all these shows live? Yeah, I mean, it's it's really a shame was what happened to Krypton. I mean, um, let's I talk gr- about the the DC universe dreams that I didn't mention, but as well as. You know, HBO Max could save these shows potentially. Yeah, I mean, I mean, hopefully. I just, I already signed the change.org. So, <laughs> shout out to change.org. Go you sign the change.org. So, you're, so you're upset that Krypton is gone. You think that which one did you sign first? Season? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Swamp Thing or uh, Krypton? <laughs> <laughs> Both at the same time. <laughs> yeah, but no, I already signed the change.org. I mean, I am very upset. I mean, I think Krypton kind of got a bad shake. I mean, I thought this, I thought the show was improving, honestly. Um, uh, I thought it was getting better. I thought I feel like it had a plan. Some of these shows I feel like uh, like uh, look, no disrespect to Berlanti, but some of the shows I feel like you just you're just flying by the seat of their pants, mm. just going by season. You know, I feel like the show had some like had a trajectory that they were trying to reach. I could see that. Um, that. And I feel like it, it just never reached it, and that's really a shame. And I feel like you know the. The the writers got, they uh, I feel like they uh, um, I feel like they took risks honestly with some of this stuff and I feel like uh, uh, I feel like the show was really going in a good direction but it just got cut off so uh, I'm definitely not happy about this. Yeah, I mean I wasn't as big a fan of Krypton as you, but I do think this is a sad day. Um, I don't think I think Krypton was a, a decent show. Um, I thought it had a, I, I you know, I'm really behind on season two, but I enjoyed season one. It was way better than I expected. I thought this show was DOA, and it was actually really solid and kept me engaged. And they did a lot of stuff that I didn't expect that was really cool. Um, so the showrunners, the actors, everyone involved deserves a lot of credit. Like, they really do. Cause to bring that show and make it interesting um, and, and to, to add to the Superman mythos with this new content is, uh, is really awesome, and I commend them for it. It's sad that it's over. Um... I can't say I'm that sad about the Lobo situation, to be honest. This guy, I I just wasn't crazy about him. Um, I just think he looked like a guy in a Halloween costume. Uh, 
I thought his acting, I thought, like, him being the character, I thought he, he did his best. But Lobo is just someone who's supposed to be just so, like, physically imposing to just make some regular guy be Lobo and me to believe in him being uh, the main man, so to speak. It just didn't work for me. So I was not excited to see that guy have his own show. No disrespect to the actor. He did as great a job as he could. And I thought he actually did a good job for what he was given. But it's just that type of role wasn't going to work for me. So Lobo... I'm okay with being gone. Um, Krypton, though, it, it's unfortunate. I do think, as Kendall said, it's kind of like survival of the fittest right now. And that show had no chance with the way... And being on sci-fi. Way, with the way we're consuming media. I'll be honest. Being on sci-fi, it was really out of the uh, the eye of a lot of people. A lot of people don't know this show was on. Yeah. You know, or just like, I never gave it a chance because it just wasn't shoved in my face, the, the marketing, the yeah. this and that and the other thing. Like, Arrow... And everything in the Arrowverse is always going to live as long as they want it. Because Berlanti, one, they invest a lot of money in him. And two, like... CW just bringing a certain number of people anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, Black Lightning <laughs> is, in a great, is in great shape. I don't know who the numbers are, but it's in great shape regardless. <laughs> because it's on the CW. Yeah, like, Black. there's no reason why Black Lightning should do better than, than Krypton. Like, in a vacuum. Right. Like, a right. show that is centered on Superman should beat Black Lightning 100 times in a row. But they can attach the Black Lightning marketing to Arrow, right, exactly. yep. to Flash, to Supergirl, to Legends of Tomorrow, <laughs> to Batwoman. And so now you get one, you're going to get a lot of those people who just overlap. And then yep. those shows are going to live. Krypton doesn't have that luxury. It's on it's on an island of its own. It's what worries me about Pennyworth. Like the, Pennyworth might be a good show. It doesn't even have Berlanti's name. Like, yeah, Berlanti's like... Like a Doom Patrol or Titans. Yes, Shamari, uh, as Kendall gets ready for unverified, do you, what 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 would you say is a, a good landing spot for Krypton for you? You talked about Disney Universe, a DC, DC Universe, sorry, Disney, Disney Universe. Universe. That would be a crossover. We get one app, bro. Is that like thirty I'm, bucks. I, I would rather yo. just pay the full flat fee of thirty bucks and have to pay these individual things. Yeah, us yo, paying one, paying one, one paying the other. Anyway, um. I watch Disney Universe. DC, or should it be HBO or, or or some other app? What do you think would be a good, a better landing spot if it? I mean, I feel, somewhere I, else? I feel like DC Universe would be perfect. I feel like the people that consume DC Universe, you know, I see them. That I like that they. I I I feel like I say this every week. I like this DC Universe app. I do too. I like that you know you can just go. I can just go on the app on my phone and just see what the pulse is on of fans of the DC Universe. And they really enjoy the app. Yeah. They love this app. So I feel like these people would con- they would watch Krypton. They would watch Krypton every week. And you know, they had the watch parties every week for Swamp Thing on the app. People were like, oh, watch it with us, blah blah blah. They would watch Krypton. So I think putting it on the DC Universe app, you know, would be perfect. I feel like they they would uh um uh, people would the like I said, the people would watch. You know, I feel like it would get the proper advertising with the app yeah. itself. So I, I definitely think that I feel like that would be the perfect place for it, honestly. Yeah, I think that Krypton uh, on DC Universe would also make a lot of sense. I think that um, as we saw with Young Justice, I think it, it, it could like those a show being revived on an app, I think just brings kind of a different energy. Yeah, like the Young Justice energy was just so palpable and and. Clearly, the streaming numbers showed that because they they renewed it um, pretty confidently just a couple of weeks ago. So, 
I feel like Krypton could end up getting a, a little bit of a surge and perhaps a, a boost in in um in 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 eyeballs and knowing and and, and uh, invisibility because a lot of people, as I said, I think a lot of people don't know the show exists, and I think that if you know headlines got out, Krypton goes to DC Universe. I think people would be like, oh. Well, I got DC Universe. What is Krypton? Yeah. I never actually checked it out. Let me check it out. And it's actually, would, I think that would help it a lot. So I, I mean, agree. it's actually it on sense. the app now, even. Yeah, it is. They, and it was a big, DC Universe made a big deal of announcing it. I got the email. Krypton is now on DC Universe. Yeah. Check it out. So, like, I feel like that would be really would be the perfect place for it. Yeah. Uh, Kendall, ready for Unverified? Uh, so, yes, there is uh, a lot of interesting things. Actually, I'm staying away from we got this covered this week. EJ, EJ bumped them up from they're not unverified anymore. They're verified yeah, for a week. They, yeah, they, yeah they, they were promoted from AAA. They got, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got the call up. They'll probably be called down very soon, but <laughs> for a week they've been called up. Uh, we're gonna go a little a little lower. We're going to double A this week. Uh, so I don't even know what double A with four chan. <laughs> yeah, I know right. <laughs> I know right. Don't don't go to single. But regardless. We're going to YouTube. We're going to... Okay, well, look, we're on YouTube. Damn. Exactly. We're, look, we're, man. We're are we right? unverified? Yeah, are, we, no. are we double A? Are Damn. we double A? So, the Lords of the Long Box YouTube channel. Okay. If you yeah, haven't heard them, them, I don't shout blame out. you. They have 700 <laughs> subs. Oh, don't diss them, man. They got more than us. They got, oh, they got more than us. <laughs> you haven't heard of us and you heard of them? <laughs> it makes sense. Regardless... They say they they have a lot of sources. They had some. They had, this, it was a long hour long podcast that they did on YouTube. Okay, and they had a lot of nuggets on Marvel. Um, they had a big one that I told Shamari about. But in the I guess in the <laughs> in the grand scheme of the podcast, they talked a lot about the MCU. Um, so basically, and look, he he's had uh, the guy apparently according to websites, this guy's had scoops before. You know, maybe apparently he may have scooped the Mandarin thing. I don't know about that because other people <laughs> <laughs> kind of speculating anyway. But he scooped the Mandarin. Um, but regardless, I'll throw out some of his leaks or some of his rumors, and then I'll throw out the big one that I told Shamari that <laughs> got a huge laugh out of me. But regardless, uh, he says uh, an annihilation story will happen uh, between Marvel Phase Four and Six, whatever that means. Okay. Uh, Secret Wars will be huge. The equivalent of an Avengers Endgame. Uh, similar to how Thanos was sprinkled throughout Marvel Phase 1 through 3 films, everything coming will lead up to Secret Wars. Uh, in between that, they will have Galactus and the Annihilation War. Um, hmm. This guy, apparently, the guy said, quote, Feige's next Endgame is Secret Wars. Uh, see what else. There was talk, uh, and talk about what the Secret Wars movie is going to be. He said it's going to be mapped out like a Lord of the Rings trilogy with a twist. So basically, look, I don't know, I don't know if any of this is true. This guy said so. Basically, Doctor Doom will take over Europe. Mandarin will control Asia. In the U.S., they are bringing back Red Skull to control America. U.S. agent is said to be an ex Hydra agent that turns on Red Skull, with Henry Cavill wanted for the role. So I, again, I can't speak to the, the the you know the validity of any of this, but this is for the coming phase. This is for the coming phase. Um, so f- it's five. 
five, five or, or six. phase five. Oh, well, Secret Wars. He was phase six. They, they said uh, they the way they, well, they said worded it. Six. They said four through six. I'm guessing six. The way they said it's gonna be like a culmination event right. type I thing. See. Okay. Um. The major thing that 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 I uh, that I I told Shamari, which I thought was wild, was they said, according to their sources, and look, they said this stuff on video, so we can watch it after this and really evaluate their body language where it seems like they're just making like we got this coverage right and stuff. Like they can make something up in theory. Anybody can make something Dad, up if it's a blog post. We're not accusing anybody of falsifying. But these guys sources. are really putting themselves out there by saying on YouTube. On a podcast, this is what I'm hearing. But regardless, they claim that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is upset with Warner Brothers because they've slashed the budget of Black Adam. Mm -hmm. And so much so that he even talks with Kevin Feige to play Namor (laughs) in Black Panther 2. You heard that, right? Dwayne Johnson, and it could be announced at D23. Playing, could be playing Namor and Black Panther. So you're laughing. I guess that means Kendall thinks that this is preposterous. Look, I'll, it sounds crazy. Do I think it's gonna happen? I, I mean, I wouldn't bet. My, I wouldn't bet any money on it. But, but when I step back, I think theoretically, I don't know anything about any Black Adam, you know, rift or anything about that. But when I just think theoretically about if there is any character The Rock should and would play in the MCU. And what movie he would make sense in being in? I think it would be Namor in Black Panther too. I think The Rock would do that. So here's the thing. So the 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 a lot to impact there. So a the lot biggest, to impact. Let's go with the last biggest one, which you said was. The, and there's the main way event. more stuff, but I won't, I won't get to everything. But like, so the Namor Rock stuff. We we, we it's been room for a while. He's been talking to Faye. Yes, that's like that's, that's basically not, a, a fact. That's not yeah. <laughs> he's talking to Faye. That that has happened or is happening. We've always wondered what that meant because we know he's linked to DC. He might have confirmed he's talked to Feige. I think he said at the very least he said he congratulated him. I think. Right. I I feel like he's definitely if he hasn't confirmed it, he's definitely made it clear that he has a relationship. He wanted to talk to him. I think he may have said. Right. So so I think that if he wants to talk to him, he's gonna talk to him. So I (laughs) so I think that he probably is talking to him. The Rock as Namor. I think it's a perfect fit on him. Um, for what they're fits, looking for? It fits in some ways. It fits in look. It fits in action. Name. Fits in name. It immediately makes the name more A-list. The, the Rock and Black Panther is just, I mean, come on. That's, that's printing the, the money. The money is just, it's printing I, I money. I don't know what to say. And, and you know how, you know, EJ, you know, my mindset has always been, if there's anything that makes sense from a money perspective, as ridiculous as it may sound, it's going to happen. Yeah. Like Mayweather and McGregor, I was like, yo, this is absolutely going to happen. Because we're going to print money, both sides. And that's why I kind of look at this, and I'm like, it sounds crazy, but if they did it, they're gonna, both sides are going to print money. Yeah. I can't speak for the, the DC side. Shamar, I know you're a big Rock guy. Yes. Now, now when it comes to The Rock, uh, now, I, now at first, when I, when I first think of Rock as, as Namor in Black Panther 2, I think that's ridiculous. 
personally. <laughs> just, just honestly, because I see him as playing The Rock. Oh, yeah. oh, that's, that's a yeah. He plays right. The Rock and I, and I agree in all you. of his that's roles. That's why he said The Rock versus Black Panther. Right. Yeah, that, which, is why, which, is, which is why I didn't get the finish. But I, 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 I think that the one, the huge issue I would have with it is exactly what you're pointing out. Is Neymar is a, an extreme. Like I could see why you could someone could I could see why Feige or anyone could see The Rock and think of Namor and say, oh, like a super charismatic badass, like take no prisoners, kind of goes by beat of his own drum, villain antihero type guy. Oh, The Rock is that. The problem is I don't know if The Rock is Namor. Like, <laughs> like that's you know what I'm saying. Like yes, he's all those things and it would make sense, but from that standpoint, but Namor is a particular way. I just don't see the rock. Now the only the only particular thing that can make me think, oh, maybe this will work, is because Kugler is directing. Because I know Kugler isn't gonna mess around and have the rock just be the rock and then be like, all right, it's a rat. Yeah. You know, Kugler is gonna be like, listen, he's rock. A perfectionist. He's like, yeah. listen, rock, you need to say these lines like this. Yeah. Okay. Because Michael B. Jordan, <laughs> like Killmonger, wasn't just Adonis Creed. No, <laughs> right. No. Exactly. No, he challenges. He challenges his actors to push them and. That's why we, he gets these incredible performances. Right. The question becomes, is The Rock an incredible performer? <laughs> and I hate to say that because I love The Rock, but that becomes a thing. Like, sometimes you can't get milk out of a stone. Like, and no pun intended because he's The Rock. But, like, <laughs> but like you know, at a certain point, like, sometimes, like, yeah, like, like he is what he is. And, like, can you get something more from him than, than what he's been? Especially... We're not talking about some Oscar. I mean, to be fair, Black Panther was a nominee for an Oscar, but you know the typical type of Oscar type. We're talking about an action movie, right. like, like, oh, is that the kind of guy? Are you gonna get that kind of performance? I don't know. Now you could make the name more, name more, more like The Rock, but I just think that that would. Just, I agree with Sham. That would just kind of just be ridiculous. I just, I can't. I, I don't see how that fits. But he checks almost every other box. Which is why, as Kendall says, if he if he checks all those boxes, especially the ones that talk that involve making money, usually it makes too much sense not for it to happen. If they want, if they want a big name to come back, Momoa as Aquaman. Oh yeah, yeah. The whole issue with Namor is okay. Well, you already have Aquaman. How do you decipher? Yeah, The Rock kills anything. Uh, the Rock. Nobody's right. saying my name. Momoa anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought about that as well. Like Aquaman is is really like hurt by they cut. You know, like in a boxing term, like they're cut, you know, by a, by a Namor, uh, Dwayne Johnson. Let me just run down because these guys had a lot of scoops. You know, we can't speak on all of them. Let me just run down some of the things that these are all this week, by the way. This is why I, I do podcasts every day, or is it one podcast? Uh, it was like an hour and 30 long podcast, okay. 30 minute long podcast. And I guess they just, this is all stuff that maybe came out, they tweeted some stuff. Um, but regardless. Along with the, the, the rock stuff, these are just headlines. Uh, CosmicBookNews.com did a good job of really breaking down. They must have listened to the thing and wrote a lot of articles based on it. They probably got a good amount of clicks based on all these things. But they have, okay, so She-Hulk for Spider-Man 3. I, I didn't go into depth in, into the article of what, what, what they I said about that. it. But it said She-Hulk no, for I, Spider-Man I, I 3. I could see that. I'm not sure if this is accurate, but I could see that. Daredevil reboot within the MCU and Hulu. Keanu Reeves for Moon Knight, Adam Warlock, Silver Surfer. I did click on that article because I was like, what? I was like, what? Wait. And basically, they said Keanu Reeves wants to play uh, Adam Warlock, but his John Wick team wants him to play 
Moon Knight. Whatever that means. Uh, and where I, Silver Surfer comes into play, I, I don't I don't believe any of that. It's too ridiculous. It's too like out of all over the place. Yeah, exactly. So, Keanu, Those three Keanu Reeves wants to play this MCU character. They did say this, there's but no they way were like, they Keanu were... Reeves is coming is what they claim, though. I mean, I've heard that, but yeah. I, I, there's, to me, there's no way that they that they know what the John Wick team wants. Right, that's what Mike wants. Wesley Snipes is going to be in Blade. Say X Men, okay, Fantastic yeah. Four, and Phase Five. I don't believe this coming to D coming to D twenty three, which I'm like what? they're so reporting D23, this. They're gonna they're then gonna... we'll know in a week whether you guys are nonsense or not. Wait, <laughs> yeah, Dak. Uh, Hercules will be in Thor: Love and Thunder. They say Galactus and Tyrant rumors are false. Wait, did we talk about those? I believe we did. Uh, maybe yeah, like, we did a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah we, we talked did. about. It. They said that's not true. Okay. Uh, Venom three will be a part of the MCU. Venom uh, 3. No way. Are we getting to Venom 3? We'll see. But, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to call PS on that. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to call PS on that. I, see, I think there's a chance because that's so far down the line. Like, 2, having, we have a plan for 2, and it hasn't come out yet. But 1 was a disaster. Not commercially, yeah. but... Well, they, and that's the, but Sony's weird because Sony owns them. So I was going to say, why would we even want to do it? Why would Sony 3? even want? But Sony wants to do it because, I mean, they, got, they, they can make money off it. But don't they? But yeah, but don't they get to keep all the bag if they just don't cut Marvel? In? But if that bag is is, is dry, the bag, bag ain't gonna be dry. We know what they've got done with Venom. I'm giving them that credit. Yeah. I don't I think it makes sense yeah. for them financially. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> uh, Deadpool for Avengers Five and Black Widow. They said he will be in the. Their sources what? confirmed, and they te- they said they teased it in June. I saw the tweet they did. But uh, <laughs> there's no no evidence. They're Wait, gonna be so right. He's gonna be in black. Deadpool's gonna, gonna be, be in Black, black Widow? Widow. He will be. They claim he will be in a post credit scene. I don't know. It could be spoilers. But that movie didn't come out for a while, so it's very, <laughs> very, very loose. Post credit. They said they, they claim Deadpool, two Fox Deadpool in a post credit scene. I can see. I can see. For Black movie. Widow though, how? Uh, it's the or first, it could be It's the first. Well, it's not the first movie. because you got. Eternals is first, right? Or is it Black Widow? No, it's no, Black, yeah, Widow. Yeah, Black Widow. Yeah, so it's the first Phase 4 Marvel movie. They got to do something with the Marvel Fox stuff. Deadpool is definitely the character that makes sense to mm. just jump through do random post credits. Mm. I can see him being a post credit, definitely. That I can see. How or, what, how or why that happens or how they would make it make sense, I don't know. But yes, I can see them for the first Phase movie. Now that they know, they, by then they'll have a plan of what they're doing with Marvel in the Fox properties. Kenna, what did you say about Blade earlier? I didn't catch that. Oh, uh, what's your going to be in Was it? he Snipes or yeah, Blade? Yeah, Snipes is going to be in it. Oh. That, that's that, 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 that's, that's, definitely that's safe. Yeah, and that's they, safe. They, they, seen, mm-hmm. they, they said Miss Marvel is set to make her debut in Captain Marvel 2. We've already, we already, already made These guys, they, I mean, look, I, we're going to have to watch this, but... The way, like, these are reported, it's very, very specific. Yeah. So either it's very, very off in fan fiction, or, like, it's very... Or you guys actually have some bit of, like, truth to what they're saying. Because it's, like, realistic, but it's specific. But, like, it also is ridiculous in some in some ways. So I don't know. But I, I, I actually have some confidence in this. At least it's not, like, the... We've heard that... This name is being looked at by this director to play this potentially this character type thing. Like I talked about last week or two weeks ago with John David Washington potentially being looked at by Matt Reeves to potentially play a character that could potentially be 
uh, Harvey Dent. <laughs> like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, I don't know. But these guys at least are giving us a scoop. Whether or not they're right or not, we'll see. But a lot of interesting nuggets in there. I'm sure that will infuse a lot of discussion from people. I'm surprised more people haven't picked up on it. I guess they just won't give them the credit because it's 700, uh, 700 sub YouTube channels reporting it. But um, I'll give a shout-out to CosmicBookNews.com as well because they, they're reporting it. And it's very interesting, uh, very interesting stuff. Oh, she said uh, the Spider-Man 3 thing, She-Hulk, uh, they claim she will be the lawyer for Spider-Man. That make, that's why. That's why mm. I think it makes sense. Yeah. Ah, so. I see. That was, that's how I connected it. I was like, oh, okay. That would be pretty crazy. They said it's not going to be Daredevil, but it'll be She-Hulk. That would probably be the only uh, the only lawyer that would make people okay with it not being... With it not being... Uh, Daredevil. <laughs> Hercules and Thor, man. This is gonna be wild. I hope, I hope, I hope these, uh, I hope these, these leaks are true, man. That and that's what, that's the ultimate thing. That like, yeah, I mean, if this sound, is the plan, it sound awesome. Yeah, if this is the plan, like, yo, Feige, man, like, keep doing your job, man. <laughs> keep grinding. Yeah, yeah it, it all sounds fire. Um, because there's not, there's, there wasn't one thing that I heard where I was like, yuck, we're nope. really getting yeah, this. I agree. Well, I mean, at the Kamala Khan thing, I, I was kind of like, oh. yeah. Because I, I, mean, I do think that it makes sense for her to be in. But I'm glad we're getting the character. Show. But yes. You know, yes, at the very least, true. I'm glad we're getting the character. Yeah. You know, if we're not going to get a TV show or TV series, you know, having mm-hmm. the character is a, is a, is a start. Um, and the Dwayne Johnson thing. If they're right about that, then these guys scooped so many high-level, like, if they're if this stuff yeah, is yeah, accurate, yeah, these guys got, are gonna they, go yeah, up they by keep, like they gotta keep that source very close. Yeah, if these, this stuff is accurate. These yeah, guys are gonna go up by like a couple Feige's, hundred thousand. Can't fight his nephew or something. Because like right? <laughs> the only way. <laughs> old, old get yeah, out. the Rock is probably going crazy if this thing's right. <laughs> How does get out? No, yeah, because you know, he got that Warner Brothers check. The ink ain't dry on that check yet. That contract. <laughs> you know, he wants to make sure he gets that Warner Brothers bag before he jumps ship to Marvel. Because I'm sure he definitely still wants to do. Uh, Adam, just uh, I mean, according to him, they, I mean, he's frustrated. Yeah, he's, he's frustrated. So. But maybe he's like, all right. Why well, need to max my max? Have we seen a, potential? Have we seen another character? Have we seen an actor do both Marvel and, and DC at a high level, or like a, a like a title role or a villain role at very almost basically the same time or a very short period? Uh, I don't think so. I can't think. I mean, like we've seen, like you know, you know Brolin went back and forth with Cable and what's the name that was in Marvel and DC. Right. Yeah, we've yeah. seen Fox. You that know, Fox, Michael yeah. B. Jordan yeah. did the what call it, Killmonger, um, Johnny Storm, and Johnny Storm. I mean, there's like uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, you know, but that's that, not a major character. Yeah, but those are minor characters. Yeah. yeah, you know. But we haven't seen someone go from I'm gonna play a major character, and then I'm gonna be the villain of this movie. At the Rock's level, and they can be made at the same time. I mean, Gunn is but, directing. Yeah, but I guess the Rock. <laughs> I guess the Rock though he has he has such leverage. Right. It's like, hey, if you want me, I'm gonna do whatever I want. Yeah. It's like LeBron. I'm gonna sign a one year deal. Yeah. Are you not gonna sign me? Yeah. You know, you're not gonna bring me. I'm gonna leave. But. So, what do you think of the Rock casting of 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 uh, Rock casting in terms of like his fit for the role, oh, his personality, for the role? and his performance I, level? I have no concern because. Look, I mean, the spectacle is worth it. Like, the spectacle of The Rock. Like, if there's any way, because we've talked about 
like, we talked about concerns for Black Panther 2 in terms of, like, if you're not going to do Storm, which they may or may not do, but if you, if, let's say they, they're, they're like, we're going to hold off on that for another movie or in the future or whatever. If you're not going to do that, how do they make Black Panther 2 bigger than the first one? And, I mean, Namor is big, but if you cast a no-name, it's still big, but it's like, you know. One thing about Black Panther is they have not been casting no-names. They haven't been casting no-names. Yep. They've so, been casting big stars. They've been casting big roles. stars. You know, The Rock, you know, is black. Yes. So, you know, you can keep that going. Um, so he fits in that regard. Not saying Namor has to be black you know, in, no, in no regard. But, you know, he has, you know, you can he's ambiguous in that way. But, um, I don't know. I just feel like The Rock, honestly, again, I think he might be the perfect guy to, to be Namor. If you really want to make this an event, now you can cast. There are other people, other actors, smaller actors that they can go after that can do the role and make it big. But well, is there any particular actor that's going to go out there and make this? You know, I, I mean, this, like like we talked about printing money. Like this is a billion dollar movie if they if they get the Rock as a villain. There's no no question. Like it's a billion dollar movie. So yeah, that's no question. You know, I, I and the Rock is also. If you want to talk about from a from a PR perspective, there were obviously Black Panther had a lot of trolls and things of that nature. The Rock is a very uh, what's the word? He's a likable figure. <laughs> I'll put it that way. He's likable yeah. by everybody. Yeah. And if they want to, if Disney wants Cross, to take crossover appeal, yeah, he had the crossover appeal to the point where people that maybe you know didn't hated Black Panther for no reason. You know, just for the 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 idea, may say, look, this is the Rock. I'll support the Rock even if I don't support Black Panther. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's a lot of money that they be passing up. Even the money that they're gonna have to give him to play the role, they'll they'll make it up. You know, um, we're approaching the hour forty five minute mark, so let's quickly go through these shows. Um, start with Agents of Shield here. Um, this is a strong season. I thought uh, I, I was actually really impressed, and I, I watched these episodes today, and I was just like, man, like every time, like I think, oh, like there's new show I'm really excited about, and I like how what this show did, and like sometimes you kind of take ages for granted, and I'm watching it, and you know, similar to most seasons, like that slow build, but by the time you get to the the, the two parter, and the second half of the season, and you're just full throttle. Um, I gotta give credit to uh, to uh, Clark Gregg his role as Sarge. Yes. Um, I thought he was tremendous playing that role, and it's crazy that they had him play a role of a guy that was purely just a villain. Like, you know, pretty much through and through. Like, yes, they put they, they snuck in some Coulson, and they did a good job at the end of maybe hinting that maybe he actually is Coulson. But uh, having him just be that villain for the whole season and him playing that role and them sticking pretty much to it, I give the, the showrunners credit for that. And um, it takes a lot of guts to do something like that with someone who's so beloved. But uh, I thought that he was really good. Um, I thought that Fitzsimmons, once again, were, were, were very much uh, great to follow. I love their story. And I think that they had a really good story this time around. And um, if there was anything I would I would uh, question about this season is, as much as I did like the Sarge, I think the explanation of why he was Coulson was just a little too much for me. Mm. I thought that it was too hard to follow, too hard to understand. 
you're pulling stuff from two like two seasons ago for me to try to remember and I don't think that was the best way to do it I, I think that they wanted to use Clark Gregg and they wanted him to include him so they came up with some cockamamie way to do that and that's fine but I don't think it really was effective in it making sense or it being really clear uh, I thought the season was very strong as well I I thought it kept getting better which right. I, which, <laughs> which I think definitely helped um and I thought I mean the acting performances with this cast you know where you're getting at this point. Um, so I thought all the act all the uh, acting performances were fantastic. I still think a standout episode was that that Fitz Simmons episode where they were in in yes, that definitely. mental space. Um. Uh. But. Uh, but yeah, I mean I thought it was good. I you know I, from the mi- middle of the season I was like where are they going with the strike and Izel. And Sarge and his crew, like where is this going? But it ended up going someplace. That I was like, oh wow. Did it, for anyone else though? Did it? Uh, the only thing, the only one concern I had was Izel and the way they, she was billed as this world eater essentially. I, I didn't get the impression from like how they like where did that power come from? Because we didn't really never saw that kind of power. Uh, they, uh, I forgot. And I, I know forgot exactly. Her, I know how, part of her plan was ruined by you know Sarge. Drive his truck through the tower. Yeah, but like, I guess you build someone that's so unstoppable, and how she could just take over planets. It just she guess never came so she never came close to taking over a planet or showing that kind of power for me to ever feel like I really got a payoff for that. I mean, it was supposed to be that that tower thing that she was creating with the birds with the with the shrikes. I forgot what Sarge said. He said it does something with the planet and like it like destroys the planet. I forgot exactly what. But it was something convoluted, but I was like, it was something with the, that tower or whatever that she was creating with the strikes. Okay. That disrupted the planet, and she'd have to move on to the next one. But, um, yeah, I agree. Some of that stuff was, like, convoluted and, like, hard to follow. Um, but I don't know. It didn't take any. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree. Like, it was convoluted, and I think that it was, it was, it was a little too much, but it didn't, it, it, it never really took away from my enjoyment of following the story. Yeah. But it just was. It was. There was something I had to complain about. That would be one of the main things. Well, I don't know what you thought about uh, Agents this season, Kendall. Yeah, um, I thought it was decent. You know, I mean, I thought. Uh, I don't. Want to, I don't want to say it's running its course, but I think it's kind of in a it, it spinning spinning its wheels a little bit. Where I feel like really, you know, we we got to a point where. I mean, things happened obviously in this season that were that were major that affected what's gonna happen next season, uh, certainly. But um, like the Sarge stuff, the payoff, I don't think ever really, ever really like was there. You know, I kind of I thought it had I thought the story had potential, but then by the end it was it, like like you guys were talking about it, it gets a little confusing. Um, I think the character, it's it's definitely surprising to see a, you know a character like that not turn, you know, or not. I, I I was just I was certain we were gonna get Colson this season, um, so to not get that character is surprising. I mean, part of me is glad because it's like you know it's not the trope. It, yeah, it doesn't cheapen his death. Yeah, it doesn't cheapen yeah. his death. It's not the you know the trope. Of the, this guy's gonna return in the finale or whatever. But, um. But I, I do think it also hurt in the sense that there was no real payoff with the inclusion of that character. Um, 
I, uh, the Izel character, the villain, I mean, I definitely think they, they play up her, her, her strength and her, her ability. Her ability was great. Yeah. I, that's the, yeah. uh, the only issue I had was, okay, that's not an ability that's going to, like, ruin the world. Like, it's very dangerous and you could get a lot of power and, like, yeah. as you saw, she wielded it with great, great strength and great ability. I just think when you build this person as a world builder, I expect them to be able to do a lot more than what she did. I don't expect that person to lose a sword fight to May. Yeah, but it's also Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You know, it's not an Avengers movie. Right. So, like, I mean, it's not going to be Galactus, if they're talking about, you know, she's the destroyer of worlds or whatever, you know. Um, but, I don't know. I, I mean, I think this was a solid season. Like, it wasn't bad by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I think uh, a lot of the inner character relationships were, were done well. Pull one out for a... Agent Davis, man. Yeah, man. Davis. Shaking my head. Agent Davis, Agent Keller. Yeah, man. Um, they did a good job with that, with, with those scenes. But I don't know. I I will say I don't want you know I don't want to jump too much. Uh, but I I I thought when they were te- that ending tease with with the Colson thing, you know the L and D. I'll be honest, I thought they were going to tease when they were talking about, you know, yeah, we didn't know, we really didn't have any other option, we didn't want to do this, but we need somebody with, you know, shield, you know, expert shield history, and I I thought they were talking about uh, Ward. Oh, no, I I wasn't. I thought thought it was going to be Ward, I was like, yo, they they really bringing Ward back? No, I didn't think that was happening. They wouldn't. I knew. I knew it was Colson. Yeah, 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 I knew it was going to be Colson. Once they were like, you know, once they started talking about, like, oh, you know, how, like, yeah, like, you know, it's going to be jarring to see him at first, that type of thing. I was like, all right, yeah, you know, <laughs> but like, also the first, of, yeah. I was like, yo. Speaking of convoluted plots, though, what were the Krolocons trying to do? Do we still even know? Well, I mean, we know by the end, right? No, I still don't know. I mean, their world is destroyed, though, so they're trying to, like, start a whole new, like. like what is that? Why did they have to kill everybody at Shield? Yeah, they're going after Shield. Didn't they deem Shield like the biggest threat or something like that? Yeah, I, don't know, I think like they want they want to use Earth and Shields is like Earth's pr- protector or whatever. Which I'm like, yes, they didn't deem uh, the Avengers. Like they did, like they just didn't get enough t- like they didn't give them a lot of time. They like the wrestler who like does like you know thirty second promo. Yo, I'll be honest, vignettes and then you throw him out there and he's in the main event. You're like, yeah. whoa, 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 like, who, who are you? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. When I saw them, when I saw them like suiting up and stuff, I'm like. We're throwing another villain in this thing? <laughs> throwing another factor? And then they were defeated. And we didn't even see them get defeated. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a little... It was a little odd. Um, I really wasn't crazy about their inclusion in this entire season. There was also something else I had to complain about. But, as you said, the cast is great. The performances are great. Um, the way they build up drama is really great. So, um, shout out to Flint. We got to see him back. Yeah, shout out to Flint. Yeah, that was, that was uh, a really neat... Uh, thing in terms of how to use the fear, yeah, um, yeah, that was what was really well yeah. done. Shout out to uh, shout out to Enoch. Yeah, Enoch came through in the clutch again as always. But as Fitz said, it's never easy with him in terms of how they <laughs> figure out the situation. So, what is their situation? Do you think that this is like a almost? It almost sounds like a brand new day thing with Spider Man. That's the way I got it. It was like, oh, you guys can't be together, but you can work together, and therefore, as as two people not involved in romantically just working together you guys are are even more deadly yeah i mean this is uh 
Uh, definitely seems uh, like that. I guess they were in some kind of, uh, you know, honestly, this is the only comparison that comes to mind, like a hyperbolic time chamber. Like, were they in some kind of, like... <laughs> That's what it seemed like, right? Some kind of anti-time, anti-space, like... Yeah. Where they all just did nothing but prepare, nothing but plan and work, and now they, they've gone back in time, uh, which... Uh, yeah, yeah, so the, people yeah, that so don't watch Dragon Ball now, Z... Right? Yeah, they're in the past. <laughs> the people that, that don't watch Dragon Ball Z, the hyperbolic time chamber, you know... Oh, yeah, oh, well, yeah, sorry. Like, like, uh, <laughs> like Shamar said, anti-time, you know... Yeah. ...place where... The characters will go to train for yeah, a fight. Train, and to train for however long they, they want. Train for two, three and, years, and no time is no time will pass, and then they'll be two or three years stronger. So, I guess you know, Shamari's saying they've gotten, they've had that, yeah. two or three years worth of resources it almost for however like many that. long, however long it was. And I have no idea how it was done. Yeah, um, it was so jarring. I almost feel like it, it kind of needed something. Like, you know, May's, like, dead. And you're like, oh, man, that was, this is crazy. You and he jumped right to that. He's like, oh, May's going to be fine. I got this, this, this I got this technology that's going to save her life. It'll be nothing. I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah. Um, It almost needed some other scene of showing them do something. Yeah, they cut something, bro. I feel like this is, I feel like this is similar to um, uh, when they had Coulson wake up and he was in space. Yeah. I feel but like this, this, this kind of like a similar ending. Yeah, but almost that seemed almost a little more more I was a little more okay with. That was we, a more at least we saw them we saw them get taken. Oh, we saw them, you know captured. Get yeah. captured basically. Mm-hmm. So like that okay, we we know they got captured, hence why they're in space. All we saw was Enoch show up and say, You guys aren't gonna like how you guys are gonna be able to get out of this and then all of a sudden Simmons is transporting going talking to Mal a minute about how she can save people and yeah. We got this one option here, and taking them into the past, like it's just like I'm like, wait, wait, what? Like, yeah, now now we gotta come up with all the theories. Now they gotta get this. Now they have the discussion going. Yeah, it's just it's, but it's like they almost left us with like almost they get left us with nothing to the point where it's like I don't even know what theory to come up with. <laughs> I just gotta wait until next season. I don't know what's going on. Um, but shout out to them also for uh, I thought you know they did a good job with the thirteen episodes because this is the first time they've yeah. had thirteen episode season. Yeah, and I don't think it felt for me it didn't feel rushed. I thought that they went through the story. Mm-hmm pretty smoothly and they told a lot of stories even though it was so short the only things the only thing that didn't get a lot of time was the the Krolicon stuff which i think hurt it because i think when they showed up and started killing people you were like okay what like we, we barely saw these people now they're killing all our shield agents but besides that i thought they they paced the season perfectly which is a great credit to them because i think they probably got practice with all the the um the story arc stuff that they did you know, they were doing these story arcs of eight to nine episodes um, or seven, eight episodes before. So they, they, they knew how to tell a, a more condensed story. And it worked for wrapping um, an entire uh, story arc. Right. Um, let's wrap the show talking about Swamp Thing. So, again, this is a series uh, a series recap because there's no more Swamp Thing unless Shamari's uh, change.org uh, Shout out. Uh, <laughs> petitions uh, end up doing, Sign the petition. doing, doing enough damage. But um, support the cause. Swamp Thing was interesting. <laughs> Swamp Thing was interesting because uh, it was good. I, I liked it. Um, to me though, this looked like, it looked like a show that was having massive issues in the background. Um, it looked like a show that was having issues with where they could shoot, with how many episodes they could do. Um, it looked like a show that by episode seven, uh, the state of North Carolina was like, yeah, yeah, I gotta wrap this up. That's the way it looked to me. It was pacing a certain way. It was pacing much slower. 
and then all of a sudden they're in Atlanta for an episode and all of a sudden things are just going a lot faster and even some of the conflicts and how they wrapped them they just didn't seem to have the big kabang the big wow type ending to the season that you would have expected and I can only lend that to well they didn't get the episodes that they wanted they wanted 13 they did 10 and they kind of had to do it on the fly it wasn't like we wrote 13 and it's okay we're gonna write 10 and then we're gonna shoot they were shooting and they were told no your episode is gonna be 10 not 13 at that point now you kind of have to adjust on the fly and i'll give them credit i think they did a pretty decent job of it i think if, if you don't know anything about television it doesn't it probably isn't that jarring it's for us who study these shows and watch these shows so closely i noticed it i was looking for it so that is that caveat but when i, I was looking for it and then it started happening i was like, okay here it is. I don't know how, if you guys felt the same way, but I certainly saw that. Uh, and it did take away a little bit, because I don't think that they really... I think all of the payoffs didn't hit the way they could have. Anyway. There, yeah, there are definitely some storylines that I was like... It seemed like... The, the Marie... Didn't have to be there. Line, I thought, like, was cut off really quickly. Like... The whole thing with the, the, the guy that's, that's, like, the Blue Devil... That like was that was a random, random story. Yeah, no way that was supposed to be ended when it did. <laughs> like, no way. Like, and I don't know if that may have been even more like uh, they didn't have a season two to like you know really introduce the guy. But like, I think that's more of a, a we didn't have the thirteen episodes. That yeah, I, I think that we were supposed to learn more about him and we just in never, season one we, and we just weren't gonna get that chance. I'm like I'm like why do I care about this guy? Like, so yeah, I'm and like. Blue Devil isn't like some character you like. If he was Martian Manhunter, yeah, I'd be like, all right. You know, I don't care if he's a random inclusion. Martian Manhunter, I <laughs> the can't. thing is, they spent a lot of time on that that actor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like they spent a lot of time on his story, even though like it kind of was weird because it was like he's so away from everything that's yeah. happening. Like the fact that they spent so much time on him, and then the Blue Devil we got was so short and so like he he was Blue Devil. He killed. He saved that. He killed a bunch of people, and then he's like, I gotta get out of here. It's like what. Again, yeah. all this stuff so seems very care? much like we don't we run out of time. We gotta snap. We gotta get. We gotta wrap this up. Then that's what it. That's what it looked like. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I thought the first. I thought this season was was great. Honestly, um, I mean, I thought the performances were great. I thought the story. I mean, some of the storylines. I agree. The Maria, um, the Maria uh, Sunderland storyline didn't didn't really go. Oh man, she took over that company and that joint was the, over the, in a New York minute. Uh, I wasn't yeah. really a fan of the love triangle, the Sunderland love triangle thing, you know. And then the yeah, the, the long lost kid who was like, why? First why all, would the kid first black? Of all, let's let's have a conversation. This kid's black. We're gonna have a dialogue. Yeah, we need a di- we have a dialogue. We're gonna, with have, we're gonna start a dialogue. I, I, I knew I wasn't the only one tripping about that. Yo, Man, I watched that. That dude is black. He's a black man. <laughs> <laughs> like how how did two white people? Give birth to a black to a, a he's black. He's yeah. at the very least he's half black. You know, like I thought. Oh know, yeah, no, like he they definitely cast someone who definitely could have been. Yeah, he, biracial, he looked like he could have sure. been biracial, which is why right. I believe he was biracial. Right. Like they showed the white mother. I was like, sure, okay, that's fine. Like yeah. I didn't have any issue with that. Then it was like, so I'm oh, like, I'm your, I'm your father. I'm I'm, the I'm, DNA I'm, test came back. He <laughs> said, I'm the father. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? I'm like, that is impossible. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> you so you fuck the DNA test? Like, come and on. And part dude. of me, when it first happened, I was like, oh, something like, man, he's so slick. Like, he's just, he's just in, lying. He's in their head. And he's like, just completely he lying. He can say stuff, kid. now the kid's confused. And, and get she, out of she admitted it. And she's, and like, she's yeah. like, oh, no. You blew my cover. I'm like, wait, what? 
Yeah, that was that. That clearly was a that casting. Was, thing. That was com. That was comically terrible. I, I think that I don't I, know for sure that did so well this season. I think that, that was crazy. I think they had a change in the cast, and they were like, "People aren't gonna care." And like, I mean, did it ruin the story? No, <laughs> but like, I mean, I don't think it was a great story to begin with. But like, it, it ruined it ruined the story for me. But it's just like it looked so, too crazy. It's so funny. <laughs> and unbelievable. <laughs> like, I'm like, wait, that's supposed to be your dad. Like, um, and, and it's funny because the guy didn't even go. Like, wait, but I'm black. Like, yeah. how yeah. how did you? This I don't believe you. It probably wasn't like I don't believe you. I don't believe either of you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you talk about like you know not seeing color. Yeah, just ignoring the optics. <laughs> ignoring optics. I mean, this is literal. Not telling me not to see color. It's like I know he's a black man. Just pretend he's white. And just pretend it reminds me, it it reminds me of WWE thought. when they had uh, Kurt Angle as Jason Jordan's yeah, dad. Yeah. I'm like, Jason Jordan's black. Yeah, but at least they're there. Kurt they're Angle. like, oh, like, you know, I had a girlfriend. And, you know, so it may, they kind of lose the fact that, okay, he probably had a black girlfriend. Right, 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 right. But with this, like, they, from, they, have, they the two parents are there. <laughs> like, with Jason Jordan in WWE, we never saw his mom. Yeah. His mom, quote, unquote. In, in this, we saw the two parents. They were as white as can be. This guy looked like Jason Taylor. I don't know. <laughs> like Clay Thompson. Yeah, like Clay Thompson. It didn't make any sense. He looked darker than Clay Thompson. Yeah, darker, yeah exactly. Man. Like, Clay Thompson, they might have been able to get away with. You couldn't get away with this dude. <laughs> you could not get away with saying that this dude was white. I'm sorry. Oh, and Sunderland and his mom were 100% white. Like, there was no way you could get rid of That's what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't, One of them was oh, Hispanic. Maybe, or maybe, like, his mom is half Hispanic or half black or something. Like, no, they both look white. So that was just a just complete blunder. I, look, and I don't know how DC let that go. <laughs> it, it, it unless like the there kid, was another shooter. Like the kid drop. needed to be needed to be that guy. Yeah, you could have casted anybody to be that guy. I think there was a change. I think they liked somebody better, or some guy left the show. You know, or it may this have been. Guy, it may not even been the kid. It may have been the mom. For all we know, but like something changed for them that include that storyline. Have him look like. That wasn't like this was our guys. I mean, this was just so, a plan. So many shots though. They shot the whole season with all of them. Yeah. That's now that's I'm the, like, that's the question. Even, like, like why wouldn't they have changed it? Why wouldn't they have been like, yeah, like now we have this actor. We're gonna have to change the story because they obviously can't have this kid. You know, biologically, like you, I thought at first, I was like, he's adopted, right? He, this kid was adopted, and then he was he talking about DNA tests. I was like, oh man, he's not. Damn. <laughs> he's, <not. laughs> he's adopted, right? <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. So that was that was uh that that whole storyline that just was 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 not good. But um, I gotta give uh the, the actress uh, I can't remember her name on top of my head now, but the guy to play Abby, um, I thought she did a good job carrying the season. That's not an easy role because the, the show is called Swamp Thing, but because of the nature of the character, the show kind of gotta be the Abby Arcane show. And you gotta make that compelling. For the most part, I found her compelling enough. So, um, she was solid. I thought that the um, the CGI and really a lot of it was just great makeup, uh, makeup and prop work for Swamp Thing just all looked pretty solid. Um, and it didn't. Uh, did, it didn't I turn do, into a puppy. I do feel like as the season <laughs> went on, I do, we never saw the floating Swamp Thing. I do feel like as the season went on, the cinematography and the CGI and the prop work was not as good. But again, I just I, I keep chalking it up to I just think that they flashed the budget, budget slash time slash I think things are looking different like that. I think that fight scene in the um, 
in like the swamp. Um, uh, when swamp thing just throwing people, I think that was supposed to look probably a lot better. But it looks like they kind of just throw something together. So like it's just really awkward. It looks kind of awkward where it's like it's like told from the perspective of like the got the black dude who used to be the owner on the yeah on uh, on the game. And he's like running around, and you just see in the background like a guy who looks like Swamp Thing, like throwing dummies. Like, I, I think that like based on what we were seeing in like the first three episodes, like those scenes were incredible. Like that was like nothing, and that was supposed to be like the biggest scene of the season. So some of the stuff I, I just I just chalk I don't give them blame for. I just chalk it up to they 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 ran out of time, and this is what they had to yeah. do. But the, for the most part, they figured out a decent. Uh, way to go about yeah, it. Yeah, look, I think the, I think the season was pretty good. Uh, I think the it made, for me the biggest shortcoming of this show, from an idea standpoint, I think they 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 got too they got too enamored with the swamp. I think I think the swamp was too big of a storyline. I know it's a show called Swamp Thing. Yeah, I was gonna say, but how are you how are you gonna not have how are you gonna have a show called Swamp Thing? Yeah, like, I was like, we didn't need more. I like Arby Abby. We didn't need more Abby. And, and, and oh no, we're not spending more t- enough time in the hospital <laughs> or something. <laughs> That's fair, you know? but like, I just felt like every character that was getting shot, we're throwing him in the swamp. Everything, every character, oh, I'm gonna kill you. Let's go to the swamp. You know, what? oh, we got we have a mystery. Let's go to the swamp. It's, it's like swamp. how many how it's many swamp sets swamp do they have? It's also kind of a swamp town. It's though. a swamp it's, town. Louisiana. They're in Louisiana and the Bayou. They're Lu- Louisiana. Like, kind of, like, the swamp do kind of like, like the swamp is a lake, towns. but it, 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 the lake turned into a swamp. Like, now they like got all that bog X-Men, water. It's like doing an expedition show and they're just in the mansion, like eighty five percent of the thing. It's like. <laughs> it's like how many different sets well, clearly how many different the state of North Carolina agreed because they told him to get out of the swamp <laughs> they told him that we tied you on the swamp y'all gotta wrap yeah, this up it, so so you're, you're not you weren't alone <laughs> the, the, the city or wherever they were when they <laughs> shoot in North Carolina they, they had enough they like I'm saying this is Louisiana you're in North Carolina first of all but anyway, yeah, taking, know, right? taking too much time in the swamp I need to leave <laughs> so like so there so clearly you weren't alone in that um I do think the that Wiju storyline also wasn't a. I, I liked it initially. I think it fell off. Again, I think a lot Again. of these storylines fell off because just the timing didn't like, work. Like I think his, his his demise was like way too jarring, way too. I don't know. Yeah, I just thought like the way. Yeah, like he he deserves way better than that. Like he was pretty. Uh, he got pretty tased sane. by some cops that showed up. Like he was pretty sane like for most of the season, and then like he like just super evil. His, I mean, it wasn't his. I, I didn't like mind his super psychotic. I didn't mind his. Like, <laughs> I'm like dad. Yo. I didn't mind his turn because like his they they. I mean yeah. his wife went yeah. from zero to hundred. Yeah, they turned yeah. Her I mean, his, yeah. And his turn. His turn. They they did that decently. Yeah, I was okay with that. Um, I just thought that like the culmination of the end of him was like just again him getting tased by some cops and it was just like yeah this is and now he's the, now he's the evil swamp. We spent all the, this time. Yeah, now he's the evil swamp thing. Which yeah. I'm like that would have been classic copycat villain. Yeah. <laughs> at least not the original villain. I mean, basically it's but like oh, you talking about Woodrow or Sundu? Woodrow. Woodrow. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but like you know, he's basically you know a villain. But yeah, um, you know, it would have been the same classic, you know, copycat villain. I did think that uh, I did love Sundu's character though for the entire. Yeah, he's a good actor. Too. Yeah, did a good job. Um. I thought, what, I thought all the actors did a good job. Yeah, they were really strong performances throughout, uh, for the most part. It was a good show. It was a fun show. Um, I don't need a season two. I kind of agree, though. Yeah, I think really? 
I, I, I don't need a season two. Unless they told me they were going to make, they were going to get out of the swamp, make it a different show. You know? Yeah, I just don't know how much of, like, like the, can you do the, that? the Marie politics, you know, Marie, whatever the town's called. The, I don't know if the politics of that town. Marie, I just like, wanna, Mar- Marais? Yeah, Marais. I don't know if I need to see, like, the politics of Marais for another season. I, it was fine. It was good. It was so different than what I'm used to watching that it was. I was cool with it. I just don't know if that's a show I need to see again. Like, if they were going to do it, I agree with Kenna. I need you to do something very different. Put them in a different town. Maybe do less stuff in the swamp next season. You know, have them more kind of trying to help people out in the town. And maybe that being a conflict. Now, if they did a... Now, this is this is more of a mind-blowing theory. Or not theory, but concept. But if they did a Justly Dark series, where they took the Constantine from Berlanti stuff, Matt Ryan, and they took this swamp thing. And they took other characters. I, now that is something I'm in for. Like, this Swamp Thing character is good. But, I think the show is running its course a little bit. But I would love to see this guy in other properties. I think they did the Swamp Thing character they did. great. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think that's a good place to wrap the show, guys. So I hope you guys appreciated this uh, slightly longer edition of the New Generation Hero Talk podcast. We certainly enjoyed bringing it to you since we weren't here last week. Of course, you can catch all of our shows on the New Generation Podcast Network on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also, check us out on YouTube, New Generation Media. Follow us on social media, uh, on Twitter, New Generation Media, on uh, New Generation Pod, on Instagram, at New Generation Podcast, on Facebook, New Generation Media. Shamari is on Snapchat and Twitter, MC, uh, Snapchat and Instagram, MCSham22. I'm on Twitter at EJ underscore Stewart and on Instagram, Action EJ. Once again, that is it for us this week, but we will be back next week with more Hero Talk for Shamari, for Kendall, I'm EJ. Peace.